man, I always overdo it. Whenever we're closing out, I'm like, ha ha! And it's not, it's totally accidental. It just happens because I'm a fucking crazy person. I realize that now. I was talking to Nancy about this this weekend, about me and Tinder. And I was like, you know what, Nancy? I'm a crazy person. I realize it's not the women's fault. It's my fault. Because I start talking to them and I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, my God, this guy's insane. You know what I mean? He won't stop talking about God knows what. You know, and that's how I am when I close the show out. Every time I close the show out. <sighs> okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 123. My name's Evan, I'll be your host this week. Back with me as always are the two co-hosts of this fine, fine show, this fine establishment, James and Mike. How are you guys doing this week? I'm pretty good, thank you for asking, Evan. Very good, very good. You're welcome. Thank you for the professional and polite reply. You're quite welcome. Thank you. I would have also accepted, I am well. Yes. Yes. Which is what is. I like to say to feel superior to other people when they ask how I'm doing, because most people say good. And the proper answer is, I am well. <laughs> Unless you're not well. Or I am not well. Yes. Yes. Right. I, I feel you on that. I understand the need to feel and be superior to others. Just like just a little bit. And it's not necessarily that you feel superior, is that you let them know that they are inferior. Right. Like what James tried to do to me this morning. Right. He tried joined. to knock you down a little bit. <laughs> he did. And I was like, I wasn't even gonna say that. I was like, Yeah, all right, go ahead. <laughs> just bring you down a peg. Keep talking. Yeah. Can talk and shit. <laughs> Whatever. I was still up earlier than you. I know that for a fact. I'm sure of it. I'm sure that's true, James. And I'm sure you got lots done around the house. A lot of projects are in the works. <laughs> made some, made a few dents in it, right? I made breakfast. I washed <laughs> some clothes. I made breakfast. <laughs> I put things in the dryer. I did a fair amount of standing around. <laughs> Well, that's something you like us. Wow, this is life. What the hell? I so, played a video so game. He'll be he'll be he'll be ready for bed at nine thirty, folks. <laughs> ready to tackle the next day with both. Mm-hmm. Both guns blazing. Exactly. Yep. That's good. So, James, you uh, we, we covered you. You checked off a lot of things from your list. What about this previous uh, week or so? Do anything interesting? Um, did some cooking, uh, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, I. What else did I do? Yeah, no, I, I spent a lot of money on Amazon, which I shouldn't have done. Cool. Everyone um, does it. Did you use our link? I doubt it. No. Yeah, I forgot. Um. I bought, uh, I got a new game. Oh, and I bought some new scotch, uh, which I shouldn't have bought. Fun okay. story there. 
Is it so, one that you have never tried before? Yeah. Was it recommended to you by someone you trust? No. Was it an impulse buy? Yes. Excellent. As, I was gonna Scotch say it was always a, is with me. I was going to say, was it recommended <laughs> to you by someone you don't trust? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went in the store and to buy Southern Tier Pumpkin and Dragon's Milk uh, Stout. And while I was there, one of the clerks was explaining to another guy about some scotch, and I was overhearing the conversation, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, these cucks don't know anything about scotch. But I was like, I'm not going to insert myself in and get all in their fucking shit. I said, I'm just going to get my beer and leave, you know, and be a good boy. But then the guy who, who the clerk was talking to was like, nah, man, I'm not interested, dude. I'll see you later. And he left. So then the clerk was walking back. I was like, I was like, what were you trying to sell him? And, you know, in my own way, I was like, sell it to me. I want to buy it. You, you said scotch, in. right? I'm really interested in that. <laughs> so it turns out it was some scotch that they had bought one bottle, one bottle of the top one and three bottles of the bo- of the of the second from the top tier of it. Um, and the guy was like, I've never had this one, but it's the, the other one, the, the one that we had three bottles of I had. It's really good, but I've never had this one. And I would buy it, but we only have one bottle of it, so I don't want to buy it. And I was like, oh, I'll buy it. <laughs> so I just bought it then on the spot. And then I was like, do you want to try it? And the guy's like, yes. So then me, him, and his boss sat in the liquor store drinking scotch like maniacs. Um, and I went home with a buzz like a maniac. Uh, yeah. So. And it was a good scotch. It was a good scotch. There's plenty left. I got, I got, I got plenty left. We had like a shot each. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was good. It's good scotch. It's different, but it's not peaty. It's a. It's a like. It's a. It's an Aran, A R R A N, is the island it's from. So it's not even considered scotch. It's like scotch whiskey, because it doesn't come from you know wherever the place, the county of Scotch or whatever the province of Scotch. I don't know. So it's not allowed to be called that, but it's it's really good. It's nice. Okay. Well, congratulations on your purchase. Hope you enjoy it. I hope uh, it wasn't it. more than sixty-five dollars. I'm sure oh, it was one hundred and fifty-nine dollars. I was like ninety-eight dollars. <laughs> yeah. So this is the box that comes in. Fifty-nine dollars. Yeah. Are you I, out of your damn mind? The last one I had was two hundred and ten dollars. Get out of here. So this is the box <laughs> that comes in. It's like a book. It's the Smuggler's Reserve, and when you open it, it's like, oh, okay. I know Michael would love this because he loves shit like this. I do actually. I'm like, yeah. I have a book like that back here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Mine's full of gun, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so but that's fine. You have something you enjoy. It's your hobby. Hobbies can be expensive. It's going to sit on top of your kitchen shelves for years to come. You'll enjoy the whole experience. You got the story. And, you know, in three years' time, are you going to care about $150? Not really. No, yeah. In a week's time, I won't care about it, trust me. Yeah. But Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. So, Mike? That'll do, pig. That'll do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Evan. How how was your past? <laughs> well, we didn't do a show last week. Yes. Right? 
And that's because Saturday I was busy. Otherwise, I would have suggested we move the show recording to Saturday. But Saturday I was busy uh, at Baltimore Comic Con. Oh, nice. This mm-hmm. is your second time going, right? Correct. So I went what there. What did you say you were going? You were doing while you missed the show? You didn't say last week. I'm going to Comic Con. That's why I'm missing the show. I didn't give you a reason last week. Last this week. guy is such a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to go to Comic Con but Michael. Nobody's interested in that but Michael. If I what invited you, you would have said, "No, nah, I'm not going to that." I would have said, yeah, every time you want to go, it's like, I want to go with this strange coworker that you don't know, or whatever. It's always some fucking weirdo, or you want to go, like, on a Tuesday afternoon or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's not true. But still, it feels that way, you know? Or you want to go to, like, Otakon or something. I don't know. I'm like, all right, man, you know? But I do want to go to Comic-Con. My God. All right. I'll remember for next time. No, you won't. You're right. I probably won't, but... <laughs> God, there's, there's a always, small chance. He's, he's always doing stuff and then doesn't say anything. He's like, I didn't I didn't leave you out or lie to you. I just didn't say anything. That's how he walks away with his head <laughs> held high. That's right. That's right. It reminds me of the Futurama uh scene where Bender's like, You existed before you knew me? And Fry's like, Yeah, a lot of people did. Really? <laughs> exactly. It's like you're always doing stuff with people who aren't me. What is this other reality you live in? Yeah, I'm very confused, Michael. Explain. Michael's like, I have other friends. Mm. So I went to Comic-Con on Saturday, um, and I was volunteering. So one of my coworkers, he, he works with this nonprofit organization called Hero Initiative. And so they had a booth there at the, at the Baltimore Comic-Con. So I helped man the booth on Saturday. So you Did went you... to Comic-Con with a strange coworker. I don't know. Correct. Although you actually have t- spoken to him on Google Hangouts before. So. I don't hmm. know who that is. He is small and Asian. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. Um, so did you hand out uh, pamphlets and take donations, etc.? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're actually selling stuff, but you know what, it, what uh, is what it's is like their... all the proceeds go to whatever you know. So what is their uh, nonprofit exactly? So apparently, a lot of people involved in the comic book industry uh, get screwed and or fall on hard times later on, and so this is to help out people who are in need in the oh, okay. in the comic book world, basically. Okay. Okay. And it's, it's like, did you know the creator thing. of Spawn is homeless? You know, or whatever, you know. Yeah. I just made that up, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Shit like that. That seems very common, though. I don't know why that is, but it, the same thing happens in, in manga, too. Mm-hmm. The manga, mangakas are very, very poor, even though they might have a very successful uh, comic series. I didn't know that was a thing that happened here, too, but that's pretty, that's, that's, that's interesting. Well, that's good. Then that's nice. That's a nice, a nice charity. We had a couple people there signing, you know, doing the whole autograph thing. Oh, um, cool. They had a guy, <laughs> Tom DeFalco. Oh, I don't know this. Who, he's like, he's, apparently he's an editor at, I don't know, Marvel or DC Comics, whatever. He's like edited, like, he's been there like, you know, for 40 years or some shit, you know, I don't know. So, Mike, how does it feel 
um, knowing that you're working with and for and advocating people who support the idea of equal outcome instead of equal opportunity. What does that mean? Meaning everyone has the opportunity to become an artist making comic books. Some of them might not have money. They might not get money for it. So uh, these people, they're like, hey, everyone should have money for making comics because we're special. So there's a socialist yes. um, organization. Is that, your, is that what you're implying, Evan? I thought he's you were looking a, little, right. a little, a little, looking a little red today, Mike. He's kind of right, Michael. I mean that's exactly what it that's is. That's like right? saying the the Red Cross is a is a communist organization. Is a well, is no, a I mean, but there, you can't don't compare the Red Cross to helping comic book uh, authors. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. I mean, in the loosest way, Evan is right. You know, very like loose. if you're if you're a successful comic person, then you know it's not like making comics makes you poor. It's that making comics poorly probably makes you poor. Well, or not being business savvy or something makes you poor. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you just said it yourself that a lot of people manga, even if they have a successful one, doesn't necessarily mean they're rolling in dough. I feel I have a feeling it's different, though. In in Japan, mangakas just across the board make like $10 an hour, whether the manga is successful or not. And they are under they're overworked, understaffed and like they're producing an episode like one episode, one comic book a week. You know, mm-hmm. so from co- concept to inking, drawing, inking, and to print on Friday, one episode a week they're printing. So they're 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 making constantly, nonstop, without vacation. Um, and like, if you're like drawing Batman, you're probably not doing that, right? You're probably not doing something like that. So, yes, I agree with you, but it's diff- It's definitely and in, in Japan, obviously, the work ethic is like, you know, it's a completely different level. So. Did you say mangaka? That's what they're called. That's yeah, the man- that's the mangaka, name of the profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the like the comic book artist would be called. Hmm. I learned something today. Yeah. Yep. I just wanted to stir the pot a little bit, Mike. Poke some fun at you. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. it's somewhat related to something you're going to talk about soon. Oh, uh, you can draw some parallels. When Mike said that, I wanted to be like first world charities, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I don't want to be so super harsh. Uh, that's a good one, Mike. Uh, register uh-huh. firstworldcharities.com. Yes, we help those who have the means to help themselves. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, does your puppy need a papoose? Register on firstworldcharities.com. It's like every that, new- that would GoFundMe is. <laughs> every yeah, new member gets a free star. Yeah. Bro, we still need to do that. <laughs> we didn't need to have the IO panel star registry. Fucking like it's happen. it's totally recognized by the International Star Organization, which I also founded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but are they recognized by anyone? Glad you asked. Yes, they are. <laughs> We're talking about them, aren't we? Yeah. There you go. Boom. No. Recognition. Um, That's great. Yeah. So how was the Comic-Con overall, though? Uh, It was good. Busy. Um, Unfortunately, I did not really have a chance to walk around and take a look at all the booths and stuff like I did last year. 
So I kind of missed out on a lot of the actual Comic Con stuff. I was pretty much just manning the booth and helping out and stuff. So you like tucked in the corner somewhere? I mean, we're on the we're on the show floor, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there were celebrities there signing autographs, you know, which I I thought about doing, but I was like, it's kind of expensive, you know. And I was like, yeah, I was like, whatever, thirty Quil- bucks, kid. Will Wheaton was there signing he's a, autographs. He's a regular. Uh, Trisha Helfer was there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That would have been a nice mm-hmm. photo op. Probably yeah. 50 bucks, but... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, I wasn't there, but Andy, my friend, he got... Uh, it wasn't at this Comic-Con, but it was at another one earlier this year. Something he went to. He got... Uh, I don't know how you say her name, but it's like Dykin, Deachin, Lockman. You know, I don't no know. idea. Altered Carbon. Ah. Um, also, maybe Dollhouse. She's on that. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> he got her signature for me on my behalf. How nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool, you know. Um, you should go yeah. to one of the smaller cons mm-hmm. for fun, like, like ShmooCon. No, I don't know. No, not like ShmooCon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Otacon comes around DC. Yeah, Otacon's in Baltimore. It's a Baltimore con. Yeah, James isn't interested in that. It's like manga and stuff. You know, he doesn't give a fuck about any of that. So no, I would. It's just every time. For, for I don't know. For a lot of times, it's either like the last minute, or you tell me when I'm broke and I don't have any money to buy the tickets ahead of time, and then I forget. Or you're doing something like what you do, like you did last week. You're like, oh, I'm going with these coworkers, and I, honestly, I'm not interested in hanging out with anyone's coworkers. You know, I just don't care about that. Well, so, Mike is currently um, looking up the dates. And costs, and we're going to make reservations right now. We have some time. We have some time. (laughs) (laughs) What is it, like October 1st, 2019? July 26th through 28th, 2019. Okay. Okay. What's this for, Otakon? Uh-huh. All right, Evan's coming in town. And it's in Washington, D.C. at the convention center. All right, Evan, you coming in town? uh, I can probably make that happen. That's your birthday, right? Birthday weekend? Yep, pretty much. There you go. That'll work. There you go. We're going to Otakon for my birthday. Boom. Done. Done. See, look at that. It's, it has been decided. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be HF Festival all over again. We all show up. Five minutes later, Mike's like, you want to go take a drink across the street? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's That's like, right. uh, caught up with him later. I was like, yeah, you enjoy the show? He's like, ah, you know, we were, we were drinking elsewhere. Was this was I there for that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think okay. it was uh uh like Daniel, Richard, me, Mike. Okay. Jamie was there. Whoa, 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 whoa! Daniel, Richard, no, 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 no. I mean, we were all there. I, I'm, well, maybe they were there. I don't know. It was me, you, yeah, Jamie, and his girlfriend at the time, who maybe okay. was Melissa or someone. I don't know, but. Maybe Daniel and Richard were there. I never saw I, them if they I, were. I ran into Richard, I guarantee that. I thought I saw him like before oh. we even went in. But anyways, oh, okay. that was like over a decade ago. Yes, it was. It was in the parking lot of something. I don't even know where that was. Yeah, it's a deep scar. 
That's actually the first time, and uh, not the last time, where you kind of got distracted from uh, a decent, uh, decent concert to go socialize. Hmm. Name hmm. one other time. Hmm. Uh, when you came down here, and you spent like half the time of the headliner, Parkway Drive, by the way, Australian, like oh, outside yeah. smoking, talking to some dude with a beard. That was yeah. James's fault. He had quite a beard. It was a nice beard, I gotta say. And he drove the go-kart trucks, the go-kart lawnmowers. Yeah. So, <laughs> Michael's, Michael's middle name should be going to socialize. Okay? <laughs> I'm just gonna put, I'm let you know, alright? <laughs> Michael, there's not... It's for, oddly enough, there's not a person who I have met who likes to socialize more than Michael. Like, this guy loves chatting with people, which is fine. I think that's his thing, and I don't have a problem with it. I'm not mad at that, mad at him. He is, it's like his superpower is chatting up dudes and chicks alike. Ah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so you get his number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that old gem. Um, yeah. No, but I, I watched that show, Evan. Come on. It's not, mm-hmm. not be... Let's not be ridiculous here. Uh, you know I, they come around like once every two years, right? I went with Orion. James was there. I went with Orion to a, a show at RFK or something. Not the soccer game, but the the actual concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, we were outside, like, you know, tailgating or whatever you call it, you know? Dude, we must have been out there for like five hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Drinking, just drinking, you know, like basically, and eating, eating and eating and drinking and drinking and eating and drinking. You know, we finally actually were like, well, let's go into the concert because we're out of beer. <laughs> we could go in there and get a beer, you know. And we literally walked in, and I think it was the last performer, you know. Yeah, was was getting up there. I was what like, about oh, that's the, fine. You sure? I mean, didn't we go to? We went to the football game, the same thing. We missed the football game all but, like, the last quarter of it or something. That is true. We were fucking outside getting tra- getting fucking destroyed. Um, we all walked in destroyed and walked out destroyed. That's right. Where uh, Orion just took an entire tray <laughs> of fucking yeah. chicken, chicken fingers chicken, or whatever. Chicken fingers, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> it's mine yeah, the now. Like, the guy's like, oh, you just take whatever you want. Orion's like... <clears throat> Done. He takes the whole train. <laughs> <laughs> just walks out. Dude, people are looking at him, like who work there. And they're just like looking at him, like, eh, like, do we stop him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, he's white. I guess he knows what he's doing. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Good shit. Mm-hmm. 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 So James, you said you got a new game. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, probably not one any of you guys would be interested in. Um, one that I'm not sure I'm interested in, but I I, actually I'm very interested in it, but I'm not sure if I like it yet. Uh, it is called Eximus Seize the Front Line. It's by a small indie developer, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I can explain it later. Okay, when we're in the game, I'll put it in game theory. Okay, it looks like every other first-person shooter I've ever seen. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of special, but uh, we can talk about well, it. Well, we'll talk about it. All okay, right, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, show. That's cool. 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't do too much. Somewhat related to gaming. Uh, I bought a new gaming monitor. I don't know if I told either of you guys. I am now the owner of a 25-inch Alienware 240 hertz gaming monitor. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah? You can't just shoot past us like that. What What do you mean? Dude, I've had a 144 hertz for four and a half years. Yeah, I don't think any of us have ever had one of those even. Alienware, what's it called? Dude, I don't know the model number on this. like AH258HF, some shit. Just put an Alienware 25240. Yeah, I got it. AW2518H. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, hope you didn't pay that. Uh, I think there's two models. (laughs) So there's a cheaper one than probably what you're looking at. This is the FreeSync model, so I think it's the HF. Uh, Okay. But it was on sale on Costco.com for $260. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, not what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. I may... Exchange that one though, it. they have it for three seventy here on Amazon. Yeah. yeah, it was a good deal, so I, I was like, "Eh." It's the one I'm time. looking at is four eighty on Amazon. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> "Still no. worth it? No, <laughs> still worth it." It's a good monitor. What's the uh, what's the resolution on this bitch? Ten eighty p. Oh my god, Evan! It's ideal for gaming. Evan, haven't we taught you better? Haven't you, you taught playing? us better? What would you rather me have, Mike? You know what I you rather I have. I don't. What, what I'd rather please, you have. Please, excuse me. Please make your argument. It's the wrong fucking aspect ratio, bro. Dude, they don't make gaming monitors in nineteen hundred by twelve hundred. There is not one. What what game? Everything is sixteen by nine. I'm gonna judge you. What game are you playing? What game oh. am I playing? Oh shit, he got you. Me? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you. Quake Live. Get the fuck out and of here. And in the future, Quake Champions. James, yeah, you right. just you're you're outclassed. Those work at you are outclassed. Out Absolutely. They have This it. guy. I'm the you know what's a sad thing? The sad state of this group is I'm the biggest gamer in this group. No. That is the saddest state. You are the largest casual gamer of this group. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you're the largest person in this group <laughs> who, who games. <laughs> oh yes, James. God. A an essentially eighteen year old game has an unlimited frame rate cap, and the two hundred forty four hertz or two hundred rather two hundred forty hertz or one forty four or one eighty or one sixty five, whatever it may be, makes the images smoother. You have no idea what you're missing out on, dude. A game that plays that played played best on a Voodoo Two, twelve meg card. That's incorrect. Is not a game that, that's inaccurate. Know, <laughs> need to be worried about right now. Blatantly inaccurate statement. Three <laughs> D effects brings you Quake and the Voodoo Two. <laughs> Would you? Okay, so if you were to have one of a monitor like this, and you know, would you not use it? No, I would. Of course, I would. I mean, it's it definitely makes a difference. I've, I, I, my coworker had one at work for some strange reason, and he showed me what it looked like, and I was like, yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, of all the things I need for my computer, 
I wouldn't buy one, but if you if you are at a point where you're like ready for that, then I don't see a problem with it. I just wish you'd play more games. I wish you'd play any other games. <laughs> That's all, all the games that you play are quote unquote realistic, and that bores me. Except right. for Conan Exiles, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Realism can get fucked. Yeah, I mean, I know everybody's got their thing, you know. Um, you know, we all, we all, sadly, we all have our things we like. That's how it is. Yeah, Michael likes to watch. Evan likes to, you know, purchase. play whatever <laughs> purchase, and uh, as do I. So yeah. I also made. Uh, I I did some crafting this morning, and um, a friend of mine use uses. An ice mat, which James, I think you're familiar with, like yeah, yeah, the Steel Series glass mouse pad, but they're pretty small. So I bought a glass cutting board from Walmart and some frosted glass spray paint, and I made this. Nice paint job is not perfect, but it's you know it was perfectly clear, so now it's sort of translucent, so the uh, the lasers can track on it and whatnot. And uh, it turned out pretty well for about $15 worth of stuff. Nice. Did you put little risers on it on the bottom? or I didn't. Um, you probably don't need to, though. Well, to prevent it from uh, slipping around, I actually got a, lo- a big roll of this stuff. Oh, perfect. That's which smart. is the uh, the kitchen shelf liner. That's even better than the risers, because yeah. I'm always afraid the risers, It's I'm going to put too much pressure on it, and I'm going to crack it somewhere where it's like not supported. Yeah, so that's actually a better idea. Gives it a, a nice flat surface, and on the cutting board, there's a smooth side and a textured side, so you can swip it, uh, swip it. You can flip it over <laughs> and swap it to whatever side you want. Nice. Yeah, nice. so I had, I had fun doing that. Well, that's cool. by the way, James. I did get the uh, the soldering iron you sent. Good. In, in case, uh, in case I. You missed that message. Have you soldered anything? I have not. Did Some... it come with solder? Um, I believe it has a small spool of solder. Yeah, I think it's a <coughs> kind of like a generic kit. I thought they got you three things, though. So there should be a soldering iron. There should be, I feel like there's some helping hands. Mm-hmm. And then there's solder, solder, solder wick or desolder wick or whatever it's called that, the... uh, should be coming, but it's not there yet. I saw that it has not arrived yet. Okay, I got two. I got one package with two items in it, okay, which yeah, is the be, the kit and the helping hands. Yeah, there should be one more thing coming. Uh, with it's just a, like a little dish of desoldering stuff, so you can you know you 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 take a little bit of that and you you rub it on stuff and it helps the solder flow into things. Mm-hmm. It's very helpful for either desoldering or pulling solder, like. Well, desoldering is what it's really for. Mm-hmm. It's good for that. Um, and I think you can prep stuff with it, like prep areas with it or something. I haven't used this stuff in a long time, but it's good stuff. I look forward to it. It's a good-sized and... dish, so you should be able to ruin things for years with it. <laughs> <laughs> I found out there's like a Memphis maker space. Nice. And they have weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're on Fridays, So, I'll, but I have some time off, so I'll have to go and check them out one day. That's cool. Yeah. I look forward to that. So the helping hands, you like the, the clamps? 
<laughs> Give him the clamps. <laughs> exactly. I was I was thinking of Zoidberg, and then I was thinking of the clamps. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they they do help you know hold up a little circuit board or something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Cool. Well, shall we uh, jump into the show? Mike, would you like to take us off here? Sure, sure. So I had you guys uh, both watch this video, and then there's a link here to the article that they reference in the video. Basically, it's about how Linus Torvalds is stepping down from Linux kernel development. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to be involved in it anymore. He might come back. He might not. We're not sure. But he's stepping down taking a break and they're introducing now a new uh, code of conduct and the guy in the video explains it well he's like on the surface it's a good idea you know it's like you know we want to it has a lot of the language now like you know we want to make sure everyone's included and blah blah and whatever I'm sorry you're burying the lead what is this about why is he retiring what's happening I don't know. He's tired on a hiatus. Wait, yeah. what? What is this first link you put in here? Right. So I'm I'm getting to that. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. Good. So, new code of conduct. It says "Kumbaya." We're all a big happy family. Everyone should be there. But it's very SJW esque. You know. There. So it's like we need to, you know, include people of color. And it doesn't matter your size and all this kind of shit. That, like, you shouldn't have to put in a code of conduct, but whatever. Um, and blah blah blah. And so here's the thing: this this new code of conduct is rubbing a lot of the existing Linux developers the wrong way. And so a lot of them are threatening to leave and take their code with them. So. The Linux kernel is the license that governs it is the GPL version two. It's an open source license, but it says that if you contribute code, you still own the copyright to that code. So even though the code's in the Linux kernel and it's being used, if you wrote it, it's still your property technically. You still have the copyright, mm-hmm. and so you could rescind it. You could you could rip your code out. And if enough people did that, or even if it's just a one little piece that's very crucial, it could be spelled very spelled doom for the Linux kernel. I mean, moving forward, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they could, yeah, rip it out of. You know, I mean, you'd have to stay on the version of the kernel you're on now and be like, all right, don't patch. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> could be disastrous. I mean, the world runs on Linux. So mm-hmm. what is what's the deal with the code of conduct now, and why does it matter? I don't. I'm very. I'm baffled here. I, it's I'm, it's very. It's like really pushy about the acceptance and inclusion of LGBTQIA plus developers. What? Yeah, I know, right? They just QIA? keep adding letters. I don't is know. Like the CIA. I know what Q is. I don't know what IA is. Um, I figured the LGBT. Plus or whatever was enough. Plus is like everything else. Um, but this uh, some thought is basically like 
there's not going to be quotas, but they could this uh, the Linux kernel foundation or the group that maintains it um, could be like, we need more transcoders, not to be confused with like transcoding video. Um, so they would like replace a cis white male with a transgender code writer. I feel like people keep not... saying so. So I don't. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, is that really happening? Is that a thing that's happening? Like people are like, oh, well, get rid of this white guy and bring in a cisgendered male or it... whatever. A cisgendered. Sorry, that's that is a white guy. <laughs> bring in a cisgender, a non-cisgendered, non-binary, QIA female fucking penguin person. Like, is that a thing that's happening? It could happen, and but there is will it like... happening. Not immediately. This is brand new. So the reason I take umbrage with that statement is because that's the same thing people say with uh, equal with uh, affirmative with action, affirmative action. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, black people are taking un, un, unqualified black people are taking uh, qualified white males jobs. <laughs> and that's probably not actually happening. It right. is. It probably is. I mean, actually, it's the law. So it is kind of happening. But at the same time. If you go to a workplace, it's almost always 99% white people and, like, one black guy. You know? In my office, I'm the only black male in my (laughs) office. You know? So I guess I am an equal opportunity hire. You know? I'm the only black guy in my office who isn't in the skiff. Is there a black girl? No. There is not. Not one. Actually, actually, they just hired a recruiting, just hired a black woman who Mm -hmm. sits in our office. A black girl who sits in our Mm -hmm. office. Well, obviously, you... You She's are no both anyone. qualified for your jobs. There are no Indians in my office. There are zero Asians in my office at all. You guys call yourselves a technology company? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Well, we're in Columbia. That's why. And we work for, you know, three-letter agencies. So that's why. But, you know, we, we have very few people of color, mm-hmm. period. I mean, so that's so a lot of these, there are a lot of parallels between this fight and the civil rights fight of, like, people of color, but at the same time, I think... Because at the same time, fuck these people. Well, I mean, (laughs) for whatever reason, these people, and this is going to sound fucked up, right? Oh, I know. (laughs) And you know what I realized? When people say, oh, we're listening to your podcast, I'm like, I really don't want you to listen to the podcast because I say crazy shit up there. I just say how I feel about things, and people get would be very offended if they knew how I felt about stuff. But when I see... So here's the thing, right? If you are the majority and you live in America where you're, where everyone's voice matters, no matter how ludicrous, um, Luda. and, and you are, so you are the majority, you are a place where every, where your voice matters. And there's a bunch of other people who all want to feel really special, just like you. Then you can scream about some non-important thing. Like, I feel like I'm not. I, I want to put a label on QIA, I'm whatever. So you do that, and then you compare your struggle to the struggle of, like, Spanish people trying to do anything other than gardening here, or black people trying to, like, not be uh, treated negatively because of their race, mm-hmm. you know? And to me, these things aren't the same. Even though the struggle, their struggle is par- runs in parallel, and it's a similar kind of struggle, but one is like a first world problem and one is a real problem. 
You know, I agree. That's so that's I have I see their parallels and then at the same time, it's like detracting from real issues. You know, like I, I don't want transgender people to be abused because they're transgender. Of course, it's not fair. But at the same time, I don't want to get chewed out by coworkers because I said the word chick, mm-hmm. which is something that happened to me. <laughs> you know, like I don't like to me, that's like stupid. But at the same time, I'm like, OK, fine. Everyone's opinion has value. I'll stop saying the word chick. No problem. I guess it's an old time saying that means something very negative now. Fine. I'll stop, you know. But then it's like every fucking couple days you you agree and then they slap on some new shit. They're like, okay, I was we were at someone's party last night and she was like, this chick was like, oh, I'm a cisgendered female. I was like, no, you're just a female. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying you're cisgendered? Are you just you just are you just doing it to piss me off? Or are you just yeah, trying I told, to? I told her she's a cis cisgender binary. Yeah. <laughs> female. She's like, I'm not binary. I'm like, no, 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 because the opposite's non-binary. So, you're binary, you know? You're a man or a woman, you know? She's like, you, oh, yeah, okay. Did you call her an oppressor? <laughs> no. Yeah. Should have. So, this, this code is, of James content... James is busy saying other inappropriate things to her, so <laughs> I thought I'd... Yeah. <laughs> thought I'd I told her, her be. I told her to sit on my lap. <laughs> I was so, trolling when I said that, though. I wasn't serious. This, well, yeah. So this like uh, this code of conduct doesn't doesn't like automatically replace coders with you know oppressed individuals, but the you know some of the worry is if that does start to happen without reason <laughs> or merit, then the people who are you know kicked out can take their code with them and cripple future development of the Linux kernel. Right, exactly. Linux is trash anyway, so who cares? It runs the <laughs> entire world. <laughs> this guy, man. He's like, who even, who even uses it? He's like, fuck Linux. I mean, this is what happens, though, right? Like, they made this code, and they, they, they left that shit in there like, it's still yours. I mean, if they were thinking like big America, big corporate America, they'd be like, nah, what you give it to us is ours, B. You know, but they didn't protect themselves, and then they did all this shit, and now they're in a they put themselves in a pickle. You know, that's what happens. That's what happens, man. That's what they happens. They shouldn't have let these guys keep retain control. You know, and assume that 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 fucking Linux, the world of Linux, was going to be some kind of fucking fruit and nuts eating utopia full of neckbeards living in basements complaining about Star Wars, because that's who these guys actually are. You know, they're reclusive dorks who like fucking aren't getting laid and they're like Linux Linux Torvald not Linux Torvald he's not you, you hearing this who's the uh, other guy who's the guy we saw at Richard at Stallman Hope? yeah Richard Stallman that guy was a penis yeah they talk about Richard Stallman in this article yeah. in the video and- what did he say I can only imagine what he fucking said it guy's a maniac he thinks he's, the- he's on your side actually yeah of course he is. I know he hates <laughs> of course all this. He is. Fl- he's a genius. No, I I know he hates all this shit. I know he hates all this. Like he's like ah the new world ah you know he hates it. I I I admit I am a curmudgeon. You know <laughs> I am aware that my ideas are going to be dead, and that I am my mom complaining about rap music in and about kids in my front yard. Like I know who I am, and I know that's probably who Richard Stallman is. So James- I'm not saying I'm right. 
Remember how we went to Hope a couple couple years ago or whatever? Yeah. Well, with Evan too. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of turned into this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So that's what's going on here. Yeah, because that's those are the same people who fucking are in this world. Like it's the same. It's only a matter of time. I don't know what people thought was going to happen. Like people thought if they engaged in this behavior and they just like said, "Oh yeah, this is okay," and they go to these events like we went to, and they de- they tolerated people saying, "Oh, you can't ask questions unless you're queer, gendered, female first, or some shit like that," and they just said, "Okay," you know, and they all this weird shit was happening, and all these this minority had this huge voice, and they victim shame they they victim shame you to the point where you're just like, or no. They they uh, they attacker shame you because <laughs> you're the bad guy, you know, because you fucking because you were raised in a household where it was okay to say something was gay or something, you know, and now you're this massive asshole. This is what happens. I mean, that's you're not a- wrong, James. In in my opinion, this whole these series of occurrences in this movement is akin to like a two year old having a tantrum. To get attention. Yeah. Just ignore them. They'll grow out of it and move on. But they won't. They don't. I think it will happen. Society remembers. It'll become... It's going to become... It's like in Futurama when the main character wakes up and people say, Axe. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, it's ask. And he's like, Axe. They're like, no, what's wrong with you? It's called Xmas. Are you stupid? It's because... Society remembers, and they're things, like, "Oh, you're using our an archaic pronunciation." Yeah, things <laughs> things become a thing. I mean, just you know, it's proven to me more than anything. Emojis are in the fucking dictionary. That's no society accepts it. Even things are outliers or bad, like irregardless is in the dictionary now, and irregardless is not a fucking word. But people, because people say it, people instead of saying, and people instead of people saying, "Nope, that's not a thing." People are like, oh, it's culturally now acceptable. It's a thing. We stupidity made it a thing, and we're like, okay, and we accept that as a norm. That's the problem. That's why. In, that's why I like the French. They're like, we have like the guardians of the French language. So you have to fucking, you know, they're like, this is how French is supposed to be spoken, not this other way, and not whatever variation shit you're trying to do. You know. I agree. And mm-hmm. and anyway, I'm on a rant. Why don't, but, why don't you have a ranting YouTube channel? Ugh, because like be you make a weekly paid, video dude. on something that needs to be fixed, it would feel, it'd be filled. You know what? I it's need... like you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you you know what the problem is. I see, I watch videos like that, and I know my rants are l- viewed through my lens of being a male. So a cisgendered uh, now white you're male. Pa- you're participating in this whole nonsense. No, because I, there is value to tempering what you say there is value into saying other people have other opinions you know like we're all like like none of us are women right none of us get it like none of us have lived in their shoes so none of us can say that some of these concerns aren't legitimate you know so i i mean i would never do a channel like that because i know just turn into this conservative fucking rhetoric maniac and the people who would follow my channel would be like conservative crazy people and people and flat earthers and people believe in conspiracies and shit. And it would be like the crowd I wouldn't want, you know, but for whatever reason, it seems like liberals don't have any of those share any of these beliefs. (laughs) Like they just like people are so like, oh, this is the way the party goes. 
you know, we're all believing this non-binary cisgendered bullshit. Okay, no guns. Da 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 da. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know what's okay? Last fucking like major diversion. I'm gonna put something in the in the game game section. It's an interview from Polygon about a game called Horseshoes, Hot Dogs, and Hand Grenades. Mm-hmm. Um, a VR gun simulator that just has a very true simulation of firearms. And what what do I call this, it? Huh? What do I call that game? I don't know. I can't remember. Something ridiculous. <laughs> assholes, tanks, and assholes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Polygon did a, a thing, and if yes. you listen to it... Thank you, Evan. The guy sounds like the biggest beta cuck you ever heard in your entire life. And I'm not even joking. I wish I could, like... I wish I had a transcript of his comments, because it sounds so fucking pathetic. He's like, guns scare me, and... This is not fun. I, I I don't get it, and I can't use this, and it's hard to, you know. And and then when the gun went off, I was scared like it was real. I was just like, Jesus Christ, you know. Like the game that that game is fun as fuck, but this guy, his, you know, what I said about last week about last time we had a show, I talked about journalists, and you're like, James, all not all journalists or whatever, but it just seems like <laughs> the more the more the more thinking you do, the more you're like that. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. thinking is a dangerous thing, man. Well, I wish there was a balance <laughs> between like being like an high, a highly educated person who writes and also being a person flexible enough to see that there's other points of view than your own. You know? Like, uh, the guy, Polygon, is like apparently notorious for just like... Did you guys remember for the... queering Doom? it up? No, remember the Doom gameplay footage <laughs> that was really shitty like a year ago? When Doom came out and the... It, the the guy had played the game and it was really bad. It was like a it was like a bot, and mm-hmm. people were like, "That's not a person playing that, is it?" And it turned out it was one of the Polygon writers, and people were really upset. And the Polygon guy was like, "Why are you guys mad at me about this?" He said, "I'm not the best. I'm not MLG." And people were like, "People were like, why would you even show that as your footage?" You know, it's like the Verge tech tech video, right? From the other day, it's like, why would you even release that? You know, you're supposed to be representing the tech world. And I have so thoroughly digressed. Let me just stop right there. I'm going to find that video. I'll post it in chat. In I want to talk more about this journalist thing, but we're going to put a pin in that. Well, so. I got to find some more proof about that, I think. Yeah, I want to I talk more about that. But they, that can be later. All right. Um, so, Mike, in, your, in the first sort of section, there were two links. Is the second one just the, just the video? Analysis video, yeah, yeah, exactly. Analysis and commentary, and now, and now that is definitely by a guy who James described accurately. Yes. What, what are you talking about? You say He's... neck beards and blah blah blah. That's oh, yeah. that guy in that video. He seems like a high functioning one, though. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, not a Stallman type, right? Right. Um. Yeah. Although you saw what he's using, like, uh, fedora. fedora. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, bro. Hey, it's the cutting edge. Yep, very true. Very Flirting true. with disaster. Mm-hmm. The cutting edge, exactly. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, the future of Linux kernel is stable enough. I know Google is working since Android is based on Linux and has you know the kernel in there. I know Google is working on a replacement for Android. Um, 
But is it's it a still, good thing? I mean, it's just, just so they can have like full in-house control over it. No, no. I mean, I'm sorry. Is this is the ability to shut down the Linux kernel if you disagree with something that the people who wrote the code of conduct? I guess that's the board of Linux users. I don't know who that is, but is it a good thing for individuals to have that much power, or is it a bad thing? I mean, it protects their work, but I kind of think that there should be something like eminent domain. Like, this is for the greater good, so it's ours now. Mm-hmm. And it's and if I download Linux, and then everything, and I have it, and I install it on a computer, like, and they pull their code from whatever, mm-hmm. my, it's not like when I do an update, it's not gonna, like, add your app get update, it's not gonna be like, alright, pull this fucking code out. Right? It's just gonna be like, never, it's a little never it get up. kind of will. <laughs> Really? So the next time you would do a like a kernel update, it would that code would no longer be in there. Well, like there, I mean, it's not like it's not like they pull out the code today and then tomorrow you right. do an app get update and now your system's fucked. It doesn't work like that. I mean, they wouldn't release a non-functioning kernel, right? So it would just be like what you said. Your kernel would not probably wouldn't get updated for a very long time. Yeah, while they're sitting there trying to fix it and make sure it still works okay and everything. Or it would get, like, they actually talked about this in that video, too. It would get forked. Can we mm-hmm. fix this? They could fork, can, You can fork the kernel. Can, no, can we fix the brokenness in the world? Like, this whole thing? Can, we, can, can, can this be fixed? Kumbaya, like, can these people... Yes. My, like, yeah. like, just like, just like we can't be in their shoes... Like they can't be in our shoes. Like they don't. They don't get it. They don't get why we have a problem with all this like cisgendered fucking bullshit and all that stuff. Like they they don't understand or like so, I don't. I... Yes and no. It can be fixed. However, we would need a plague, oh, which would wipe out enough people to where the functionality of the Linux kernel is no longer primary concern, so it's (laughs) kind of a moot point. (laughs) Yeah, true. So, you know, it's funny you say, like, I think you were saying, Evan, like, couldn't you just have this, like, this is just for the greater good, and then that's that? Yeah. So, what about Windows? What if Microsoft said, alright, guys, we're shutting our doors, Windows is done. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry. Good night. Yep. There'd be a huge, huge problem. It would be a big problem in the workplace. There is a functioning alternative, though. There's several. Like what? It would take name, uh, name five. No, I'm kidding. No, I cannot no, name, name five. Name two. Name two. Almost every Linux distribution and Mac OS. No, Mac I'm OS saying it's, maybe it is possible. It is. It would not go well. It's possible to drink fucking mud water. You can drink yeah. it, but it ain't coffee. True. You know. I get what you're saying. It is possible, but that's whoa. That's I mean, I've used Linux. <laughs> My mom is never going to use it. You know what I mean? It's not for her, it, and it's not supposed to be for her. You know, but if she had to replace Windows with that, she'd be fucked. The world would be fucked if Windows went away. You just have to get the right distribution. Yeah, all right. One that is user friendly. On, you, you go with uh, games. Perhaps, now you're looking through your lens. No, well, get perhaps, your mom to use Linux. <laughs> uh, get your she dad did, to fucking actually. use Linux, dude. When I built my mom's computer, I installed Linux on it. 
She used it for like a year and a half. No, she wanted to download some like bejeweled games or something. Oh, she that... wanted to use her computer. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, James. <laughs> Just because you refuse to dedicate a single hour to learn anything about a very useful tool, and then shit all over it, dude. You know, I'm doesn't, forced doesn't to make use it right. all day. I hate it. No, you're not. I totally am. You fake use it. All I yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All I do all day, I must have installed CentOS like 35 times this week. Fucking Ubuntu, Kali Linux. I'm not lying, 100%. No, why? Um, To build an OpenStack deployment. Mm-hmm. All I do is like fuck around with open source software. I hate it. I absolutely why didn't, hate why it. Why didn't you build a, a Kickstarter file so you only have to really install something once? I don't know how the fuck to do that. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. That's Linux for you, right? Like, if you want to use Linux, you need to go dig through a bunch of fucking articles somewhere on the web. You can't just use it. You can Microsoft, you can go and right-click. You'd be like, oh, shit, all the applicable commands are right there. I'll just right-click. Oh, and you click in right-click another window. Oh, there's a new set of applicable commands that all match what I'm trying to do. Perfect. Someone's thought about it for me already. I can just get my work done instead of fucking around on a fucking database website in Reddit with a bunch of neckbeards trying to learn how to use fucking CloudNet. Wonderful. Oh, sysprep? Perfect. Sysprep, and here are the here's a GUI with the commands. Not an arcane fucking black site filled with fucking commands here that I'm like, how does this work? Oh, it doesn't work on this distro. I'll have to do something different. That's my fucking Linux You're experience. blinded by ignorance. I am. I just need it to work. I have things to do. He's not even a yeah. real Windows administrator. I know. A real Windows administrator is, is down with the command line. Yeah, of course, but I don't want to do that. I want to get things done. If I, I don't want to do it, that. But listen, if you have to use a command line in Windows, you can. It's not going to kill you. It's not that hard. I know how to do it, but I don't. you don't have to. But if you want to, you can. It's there. I get it. I That is valuable. You're right. But it's also very easy to find out, you know, because everything's centralized. Microsoft, love them or hate them. TechNet has all the shit on it. It's like, psh, here's how you do this. Here's how you Anything do that. Anything you could ever want to know is on the web. Yeah. For, for damn near everything, including Linux. All right, man. Don't give me that shit, all right? Don't give it to Have me. Have you heard of the command man? Huh? No. Man. What is that? Oh, my God. What is man? I don't know. Next. Let's, who has the next article here? What's this? Uh... <laughs> what is it? Look it up on James. Linux. Look it up on the internet. No, I'm not gonna. I don't feel like digging through any any anything to find it. Let's go. What's next? <laughs> All right. So, if you've been getting a Windows update to uh, the next version, the Fall Creators update, don't do it. Stop. What happened? Microsoft pulled it. Um. So it brings you up to brings Windows 10 up to version 1809. Um. But a lot of users have been reporting that their data has been wiped out. Huh? Like the my documents folder gone, downloads folder gone. Awesome. Like, what the fuck? That's weird. Yep. So after so many reports, people are getting uh, Microsoft pulled it. Good. <laughs> what the fuck did they do? Is it still hanging know. around? Like, why are they saying don't download? Why are you saying? Don't no, download? no. I'm saying don't. Don't download it, but now now they're saying yeah, it's it's pulled, so you can't download it even if you wanted to. Is it a real problem or are people just like idiots? It was no, I, a real problem, I guess. Yeah, it's a real problem. 
Following a growing number of reports that uh, users are citing data loss, Microsoft has suspended the rollout of its big October 2018 update. Uh, there, while they investigate the reports of users missing some files after updating, yeah, like 100 gigs of files is gone. <laughs> and of course, there's no, there's no like rollback patch that's going to fix that. Yep. Uh, so I wonder if, if uh, the people who reported this were like on the insiders program. Do they get early updates? I, I don't think it was Insider. Like random people with Windows 10 got hosed. Mm-hmm. Insiders gets they get their early updates a little bit early, but I don't. I didn't get this at work. I have. I'm using the Insider Edition. I'm a Linux. I mean, a Windows at work on my desktop. On my hmm. on my demo desktop, or not demo desktop, but my lab desktop. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's kind of shitty, but at least they pulled it. So, good. Yep. Yep. Uh, move on to a little bit of Stranger Danger. I, I, you know, this might not belong in there necessarily. Just thought it was interesting. Um, the Pentagon slash Department of Defense are putting out bids or requests for contractors to stand up a new uh, cloud computing service system for them and infrastructure the contract should be worth about 10 billion dollars um all plans and bids must be submitted uh by hand which is fine in person of course burned to a dvd sounds about right so like we want to get into this cloud thing put those proposal files on the on a floppy and give it to them Yeah, sounds about right. Because they're fucking, you know. I, it makes sense. I guess they can archive the DVD, make a copy of it, and then fucking send it, put it in a box at Area 51 or some bullshit, whatever they do. But it's like, okay, we're heading towards the future. Please give us something, some optical media from 20 years ago. I mean, that's the government for you, man. They're ass backwards. And they well, they're just saying it's, more, they're saying it's more secure. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could send them a zip file. Those work. Are they, those secure? They didn't want the proposal by email. You can secure them. Get out. No. They wouldn't be able to open the zip file, Evan. They don't have. It's like I bet you need Linux to secure a zip file. No, I mean they don't have anything to open it with <laughs> on their computers. You have to install GNU. Uh, GNU Privacy Guard. No, I don't know. Open up the. The CMD window and type G unzip tarball minus nine XZFV like dot slash fucking steps <laughs> already. <laughs> All right. Sounds like I like how you steps. mixed real with not real, Evan. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, thought I might appreciate that. Um, I just thought that was slightly amusing, so I put it in there. Now, uh. <clears throat> Moving on to entertainment, James and I both sort of had this article, so we might both. Oh, get wait, a, re- get... really quickly, did you? Yeah. Did anybody hear about this Facebook thing? We did, I know we missed a week, so we didn't get to talk about it. Murder box? No. No, the fifty million fifty million users that were, you know, the hack. No. Oh, Please yeah. elaborate. I did hear about that. Yeah, so they got into their thing, and uh, I didn't they, hear the details though. 
Yeah, well, they got they they got fifty million user accounts passwords, and they were able to to do they did something that made uh, all the websites that you know connect with Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. sign in with your Facebook account. They made all those accounts vulnerable as yeah. well. So I don't know. I only use I've used that. I use that for a lot of sites that let me, but they're always the, my garbage sites. So. Um, it's like Pinterest and shit like that, where I don't even care about remembering a password. You know. So was that sort of use Facebook login as uh, authorization? Was that yeah. the source of the breach? No, 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 no. They, they. I don't know exactly how they got in. Actually, I, I'll find an article about it and post okay. it in my in my notes. I don't, I don't know how they got in, but it was pretty. I don't know. I mean, Facebook. I don't know. If Facebook's been hacked like that before, and I found it a little profound with everything going on. Now Facebook gets hacked in a serious way, and you're kind of like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's you know, I mean that's for Facebook. If Facebook gets hacked, it's a huge problem because so many people use it, and you got like, I mean, all the Michael, you all right? Mm-hmm. Dude, you fell asleep so were you quick. Fucking asleep so quick. I, I thought you were looking you at your were phone. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I thought you were looking at your phone. I'm not asleep. D- yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> man. I'm just resting my eyes <laughs> and breathing slowly. Oh my god! I didn't think you were asleep the way you were fucking looking down. I was like, oh, he must be looking at his phone because you're just normal, normal, normal. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> all right. Anyway, but yeah. So I, I mean. You think about be it. Be like, more interesting. Huh? <laughs> that's, hey, that's the same thing Stranger Data does to me. Don't worry, I understand. Um, but uh, <laughs> Facebook is like that's where your parents live now. It's like an old folks' home, and it's like the the people are most they're they're super susceptible. You know, like like that's a dangerous place for them to be, and they're the perfect ideal victim. So you don't want Facebook to get violated. That's the only thing. Yeah, I was they they invalidated my login, so I had to re-log into everything. That's why. Yeah, yeah. that's why they did. Hmm. Um, yeah. Although I have, <clears throat> I kind of upped my my security on a lot of my accounts in the last, I'll say year. Yeah, I've been switching to two factor <clears throat> for most things. So I have two factor enabled for Facebook. So I have to input a code, and also the password is just a random password. You know that last password remembers. So. Right, right, right. The same thing with PayPal too. Random password, and I, they text me a code. Sounds like a hassle. I wish there wasn't. I wish they didn't have to text, but that's the only option they give you. Uh-huh. I wish they could use one of those authenticator apps, is what I normally use, but not an option for PayPal for whatever reason. You can do it in Facebook. So. I use. I still have one quite old password, mm-hmm. and I don't think this would. This would. Uh, bite me in the ass or anything, but it, James, you remember Lotus Notes? Yeah. The very first password you got for Lotus Notes? Yeah. I, I still use that password. Oh my god. That's a pretty, it was a pretty hard, hard password. Yeah, it's very random. Yeah. But, but I, I remembered it, so I still use it. Uh, I don't remember what mine is. I know I have mine written down somewhere, and I have I have my Lotus Notes ID disc. Do you really? Baggy. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I kept it. Is it on a floppy? Yeah. Yep. It is. Ah! That's how we gave them out before. That's, you always got it on a floppy. Yep. I don't know what people are doing now. Who knows? I guess you're just fucked. Maybe they're giving it to you in a zip disk. I don't know. <laughs> Give it to you on a CD? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, it could be. It was wasteful. It's like a 4K file or something like that. Yeah. Not very big. We don't... Um, 
Well, I don't know how it was back at your job, but we definitely don't hardly. We might have one or two computers left that have floppy drives, but oh yeah, we don't have any. And even CD DVD drives. You think any laptops we order have CD DVD nope. drives? Nope. Nope. You know, we don't, and we don't even get the USB add-ons. I mean, um, we order a couple of those, you know, just in my office, but otherwise, yeah, no, no one has that. It's a struggle to get a disc, get a computer that has some kind of external media now. You know, well, you just it's, use USB flash drives. You know? Yeah, but that's—I don't know how long that's going to last. They're trying to, you know, for all, all kind of various reasons, they're trying to get rid of those. So, but glue optical media making a comeback. Yeah, right. Well, no, they want at least in our office they want you to use. They have this thing called the JFTT, the Jacobs File Transfer something. It's like a website. You know, hmm. where you just, you know, you upload a, upload your shit, and then it sends an email to the person you want to get it, and they download it. It's super annoying if you just need to move a file. And if you need to move, like, a terabyte, and you're fucked. I mean, right. <laughs> you know, you got to use an extra hard drive, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have a site like that at my job, too. I'm sure one day they're going to get You'll rid log of those because people will be exfiltrating, exfiltrating data and bringing in viruses <laughs> from home and shit. Well, you're already, I mean, at my job, we're supposed to be controlling, like, we already have a policy in place that says, you may not use external drives on this on your computer unless it's owned by the government. And if it is owned by the government, it needs to be encrypted. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But we have zero technology controls in place for that. So can you bring a flash drive from home and plug it into your computer and use it? Yes. Absolutely. But you are liable for any damages. Yes. Well, that's something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really should do something else, though, <laughs> other than goodwill and hoping, <laughs> hoping nothing crazy happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Okay. So, uh, in some sort of entertainment news, uh, a few days ago, there was a painting um, put up for auction at Sotheby's by the famous street artist uh, sort of Banksy most people have probably heard of him um so the work was i believe is girl with balloon which started out as graffiti and uh he eventually put it on canvas spray painted on canvas in uh, and put it in sort of a an ornate picture frame and uh <laughs> moments after it was sold for about million dollars um onlookers (laughs) saw the painting being fed through the bottom of the frame which uh had embedded uh in a shredder from the artist himself as presumably as a fuck you uh in case it ever went to auction however now it is even more unique and is thought to be double the value. Because art art nerds are idiots. Well it's it's only they only got he only got half the painting, right? So Right. No, I don't know. I didn't look to see if it was supposed to shred the whole thing or if it was only supposed to go halfway. Um but so presumably either Banksy himself or one of his associates was in the audience to trigger it. 
Um, I don't know how else they would have done it. I was wondering. I was like, did he put like a cell phone in there and he's been paying the bill for years? <laughs> or did he fucking like, I was just trying to figure out what he did right. to make it happen. Like, how did he do this? Um, I find it very, it's cool. <clears throat> but man, that's probably what happened. He probably was in the crowd and, you know, damn, like a bomb, like a fucking bomber. Mm-hmm. And, and and so was it, was it, was the thing powered? Is that why half yeah, that, of it went through? <clears throat> yeah, that's it? the other thing too. How the fuck does this thing have power? And how would a receiver be on for nine years? No, it was like a couple years. So so the the frame is like six inches thick. Now, I don't know if there are like light bars built into the frame. I can take another look at the article. Um, So, you know, it could have a plug on the back and they're like, oh, you know, we need to plug this in to display it properly and that's how it got its power. Or... um, you know, maybe it had a what are those like twelve volt batteries? Those big like four inch by four inch batteries. Yeah, but I imagine after four years that thing would have degraded or turned into garbage or something. It's possible. Well, I haven't said six months. <clears throat> I thought I just read two thousand six somewhere. In the video, it says a few years ago. So I don't know when exactly it was <clears throat> created. I assumed two to three years. It says the work, Girl with Balloon, a 2006 spray paint on canvas, was the last lot at Sotheby's Freeze Week evening contemporary art sale. Fair enough. I guess I assumed the 2006 was when he spray painted it on the the wall of a train tunnel or whatever. But I don't know. Does that mean he made it and then later he put it in the frame? Or You know, I don't know, right? True. We don't know. Yep. Either way, I support his devious plan, and unfortunately, it backfired somewhat. But that's just—it's silly. Moving on, who would like to talk about Mandy? <clears throat> so I saw this uh, this article about this new movie. It's a Nicolas Cage movie that apparently is. And it had a very limited release in the theaters, mm-hmm. and it's also being released video on demand, like pretty much the same time. Mm-hmm. But apparently, people are clamoring to see it at the movie theaters. So this this studio normally they release the movies very limited and then video on demand, like almost at the same time or at the same time. And that was their plan for this movie. But this movie has been doing so well in the theater. That they've had to rethink their whole release strategy. And so they're actually going to keep it in the theaters till November. And probably expand it even a little further. To more theaters. Because it was only uh, played in 210 theaters. So I think they're going to expand it. Um, the movie called Mandy. about It's a tale of revenge apparently. An acid laced revenge movie starring right. Nicolas Cage. There you go. It has a 94% Rotten Tomatoes score. So it's like... And they're saying in this article that it might even rise to the level of Rocky Horror Picture Show. That'd be good for him. Like a cult classic? Mm-hmm. Did the, does anyone know, did Rocky Horror Picture Show do really well in theaters? Or was that sort of limited release or no I one liked I it? I don't think it did well initially. Picked up uh, in popularity I, I, later on. I could on. be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't actually know. 
Nice. All right. So we saw the trailer to this one a while back, remember? And we were it like, sounds familiar. We talked about it, and we were like, "Oh, it's supposed to be really good." And the trailer looked awesome. Honestly, it, it looks it looks like it yeah, looks like they this, harnessed Nick this Cage's did look, this crazy. This looks familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, it's like they harnessed his crazy in just the right way. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to keep in my eye out, see if I can uh, catch this at some point. Is there an AFI around you that shows movies like this? Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Actually, right by my. There's two AFIs in the whole country, and one of them's right here, like three blocks away. Perfect. <laughs> There's also an artsy theater in Bethesda that I can also go see movies at, and that's one of the few theaters that supports e-ticketing through MoviePass. You do it all through the app. Pick your seat. Get your ticket. Boom, boom, boom. That's pick it. your seat. Mm-hmm. Not now, first come, not... first serve anymore. Oh no! So now, Evan, ninety percent of the movie theaters. Yeah. When you go buy the ticket, it's like, all right, pick your seat, and it shows you a get out you know, of here thing, and you have to be like, uh, okay, yeah, I want to sit here because it'll show the seats that are already taken. You know, it's like I don't want any part of that. I don't but really it's, know why but it's, they would, why they did that. Honestly. It's all it's all um nice seats though. Now I st- I need my elbow room. Right. I don't want to, I don't want anyone sitting on either side of me. I understand that. Fucking I get it. Movie theaters. I mean, you could do that. You got to buy three tickets. No. No, you sit on the end, and then and you hope so. No one sits next to you. That's all. You go. You go to the movie theater at eleven a.m. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like the old man you are, <laughs> like I do. Okay, eleven a.m. Right. on a Tuesday, and then exactly. you sit in the theater alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what or you do. do like me. You go see a movie Tuesday night, like eight eight or nine p.m. Another great time to see a movie. And it's not a popular film, so again, you are the only person in the theater, <laughs> which has happened to me once. Really? Yes. I've and, never it was, s- and it was a scary movie. Oh, and I was like sitting there in the theater, literally by myself. Like, holy fuck! Like, I've almost had that experience. I went to see the Bling Ring, starring Emma Watson. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not not ringing a bell. For it me, was but. a bad movie. I think it was came out hmm. in 2012, 2013, something like that. Okay. Um, and including myself, there were three people in the theater. Oh wow. So I didn't put it on here, but I'll just mention really quickly. I saw A Simple Favor, which stars Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. What was the oh, deal yeah. with that? Murder? And, something like that? Yeah. Like, was the favor, favor kill somebody? No. Oh, okay. So um, it's a good movie. It's only good because Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively both do such a great job. Otherwise, it's kind of like an eh. But... Yeah, they both do a, a, an amazing job, to be honest. And the soundtrack to the movie is fucking great. It's fucking great. You're both going to hate it. Yeah, but, but you love it. Yes. Cause, but you like it because like, of Andrew Ken. Cause, the movie uh, I love for several reasons. A, it's a pretty, it's a, you know, it's a good enough movie. Blake Lively does a great job. Anna Kendrick does a great job. And I like Anna Kendrick, of course. We all know that. The soundtrack, which you would both hate, but I think is amazing, and a, a lot of people are talking about it online. They're like, "It's amazing." It's all French pop songs. Yeah, pass. I mean, <laughs> if there's something catchy in there, I might like it. But would I like the movie? 
They singing about bread and cheese and whatnot. Yes, I mean. baguette, the, pure, baguette. <laughs> the purity baguette of language, French language. Uh-huh. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and not shaving your armpits and yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. What else? The surrendering. Uh, what What else can we talk about? Uh, berets, with cats, saving your ass in world. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Black and white know. striped shirts. Yes. Berets, mimes, um, bicycles. No, but would we like the movie? Stickers. No, huh? <laughs> Would we like the movie? Uh, I mean, no. That's no. Yeah, that's a no. You'd like it as much as you like uh, Two Weeks Notice. What's that? Uh, Hugh Grant, you know, like a Hugh Grant movie. Like that. Oh, no, the answer is no. Okay, then. Why would I watch a Hugh Grant movie? Because he's hilarious. Because I want to see a smarmy, smarmy white guy who seems a lot older than he is, making me feel like crap with his fancy voice. I don't think so. I'll have some freedom fries <laughs> <laughs> instead of that. Right, exactly. <clears throat> now, the movie's very Gone Girlish or Girl on a Trainish. But That's a prob- fucking terrifying book. But probably not as good as either one of those. So, kind of like that. Okay. So anyway, just wanted to mention that. I forgot to put it in here, but just wanted to mention it really quick. Um. So, okay, so Mandy, got to check that out, Nicolas Cage. Next up, that this is this just came out, Old Man and the Gun. Did you because, see this? No, I have not, but okay. it sounds amazing. It's with Robert Redford. He's 82 years old. And it says the the star goes out swinging as a gentleman bank robber, in one hell of a movie. <laughs> so right away, I'm like, I mean, who doesn't love Robert Redford, right? You know, so I'm like, I was like, oh, he's a bank robber, but he's like a gent. I'm like, that's great, you know. Like, <laughs> so I got to see it. It just it just sounds interesting, you know. That's all I need. I support this. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, I was just skimming the article quickly. It doesn't really say when it's supposed to come out, as far as I can see. It might be out already. Ah, let's see. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe they were like, "Oh, it's not even worth mentioning because you can see it right now." I mean, it's Robert Redford, so it's probably going to be good. It was released in the United States on September 28th. Yeah. Okay. So, came out last week, I guess. It has Robert Redford, Casey Affleck, Danny Glover, Sissy Spacek, and Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Perfect. Um, last but not least, I wanted to talk about a movie. I'm only bringing this up because I was just watching this last night. And every time I see it, I'm like, man, this movie's fucking brutal, man. The Siege. Okay, so this movie came out in 1998, stars Denzel Washington, Annette Bening, um, Monk, a.k.a. Tony Shalhoub. Nice. And uh, also has Bruce Willis in it. And it's about, you know, uh, they're FBI agents in New York City and there um, some terrorist attacks happen. Like, first a terrorist attack happens, a bombing, and then they, they catch the cell. They're like, all right, we got him. And then another attack happens. They're like, what the fuck? You know? And things just keep on getting worse and worse and worse. 
and finally like martial law is declared and they have tanks rolling through the streets and shit in New York City and you're like what the fuck and I'm like watching this and I'm like man this is fucking crazy and I'm like this is before 9-11 even happened mm-hmm. they made this movie I was like then I'm like sitting there watching this I was like this could totally happen they're yeah. rounding people up putting them in camps and shit I'm <laughs> like uh oh time it's to like, get out of this country Mike yep you know where I'm going Nippon? North. Oh, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> That's what I was like. North Korea. Oh, right, right, right. The great white north. White in, in more ways than one. No. Yeah. Although I'm going go to I'm gonna go be with my people. The First Nation. That's right. First Nation peoples. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, if you've never seen this movie, highly recommend it. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Really? So thank you. Yeah, man, the siege. Woo! Shit is wild, man. Like, we just when you think think things can't get worse, they do. You mm-hmm. know? James, you ever seen it? What? The siege. I'm looking at the trailer right now. I have seen it, but it's been uh, many, many years. But I oh, do okay. remember okay. this is one of the movies where Bruce Willis plays the bad guy. Um, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he plays like the asshole general or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It looks good. But I just saw um, at the bottom here below the siege on IMDb, there's a link to the Jackal, which I'm like, yes, got to watch that. So Jack oh, Black, yeah. I haven't seen Jack that Black in a while. Makes that, uh, makes that gun for him and then he kills him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think this thing's about uh, seven degrees off. He's like, nah, man, it's perfect. It's perfect. He's like, uh, hold up those cigarettes. Arm gone. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Is that a fifty cal? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. You know what though? Watching the jackal made me think: Why don't criminals do this? Like, why isn't this a thing that people do? Like, why don't they just go set up a gun way ahead of time in a room with the windows closed, and then just you know whatever? Like, why isn't that the thing that people do? How much money did that cost? Uh, I don't know. A lot of money. So criminals are all big money. Well, I know if you if you're truly motivated to kill like a president or something. I mean, if if you got a big contract, there's backers. You know. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You new to the assassination game, Mike? Most of the people who want to kill the president are, you know, are Arab, Mexican. (laughs) French, yep. degenerate, <laughs> yeah, non non freedom fry lovers. Um, no, right. they're, they're, I guess they're like the lone lone idiot, right? The lone maniac, like the guy who sent Correct. literal rice. What'd you say last night? He sent literal rice to. <laughs> he's like, this is rice. And oh, we didn't talk rice. about that <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> what did he send them? What was it? Utah man charged with sending rice and scare letters to Trump others. Trump, Putin, and Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, he's charged. Uh, da, 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 da. We're all intercepted. Uh, da, da, da. A group uh, ground up pieces of castor beans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you take castor beans and you boil them or you whatever the fuck you do. You do something, and that that's how you make a ricin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this guy got arrested. His name is... William Clyde 
Allen the Third. Jesus, Michael of Logan, Utah, <laughs> and dude, they have a picture of him, fucking smiling like a moron. <laughs> link, 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 link. Oh yeah, don't worry, uh, I got you. It is like totally ridiculous. You're like, really, bro? Oh boy! Like, just yeah. scroll down a little bit. You'll see his mugshot. Look at this guy. He's proud as shit. What was he even thinking? It's like, goddamn right, I did it. I'd do it again. Yep. Drop that fucker twice. Huh? <laughs> Who? Oh, well, all right. See, you'd think he was a Trump supporter, but I guess he's not. Huh. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he put his fucking return address on the damn letters. Well, it's a rookie mistake. Yeah, ain't that the truth? No, I mean, he wanted to get caught. And then, get this, he was ordered held pending ongoing legal proceedings, duh. He was what? Ordered held. Oh. You know, no bond, you know? Yeah. No, I thought you said, like, hoarded hell. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. That's what I thought. He tearfully said in court that he was looking forward to watching... The General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints this weekend. Yeah. And needs to care for his disabled wife. Yep. She's probably 500 pounds and wheelchair bound. Oh. He's it's a like feeder. The, it's like that Samoan. Those fucking Samoans out in Samoa. Um, <laughs> where eating their like, cookies and being fat. Dude, this woman married this dude who hasn't left his bed in like six years. Yeah, I'm like, where's he poop? You know that mattress <laughs> is ruined. Everywhere. That mattress is ruined. Jeez. Yeah. She said they've never had sex. Yeah. Yeah. And she's I just, mean, how she's would it be possible? Him, she's just bringing him food all day. Yeah. I'm like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> just starve him sh- out. He's gonna, want- he can't get up. <laughs> maybe she wants insurance or something. I don't know. Insurance? It's no true love, that guys. No one's insuring that guy, man. She's got to have some motivation. He's a ward of the state. All they eat is spam out there. You know that. They just eat the state. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Oh, it's like, you know, my 600-pound life or whatever the fuck. Oh. Oh. Anyway. All right, what's this mile 22? We've talked about it a couple times, but uh, I think James had put a, a trailer in here. Did I see it? Did I talk about this after I saw it before? No. Oh, no. We, you talked about how you wanted to see this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted to see it. I had judged it. I prejudged it as I am prone to do and said it's going to be a lot like 16 blocks where the hero and his team have to take a character, take take a target from A to B. Right. And as he's taking him from A to B, his team will get whittled down till it's nothing but the hero left alone. And the bad guy, and the and the and the tart, and the guy he's working with, and they'll work together to overcome all the odds. Oh, That's shit, and I almost... thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be, and there's one annoying dude. No, no, like, no, nothing. Not, not like, yeah, not like sixteen bucks in that extent. I wish someone must have a video compilation of most deaf's voice from that. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> he's like, hey man, you know, you're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. But actually, this movie completely flips that on its side. It does have that element that basically is what the movie's about. But 
it has a twist ending and it's fucking sick. I mean, it's a good ass movie. I can't wait for the next one. I mean, it's good. It is fucking good. And I think it's part of the, this new generation of hyper violent, like our operator type, you know, shit mm-hmm. that we're seeing now, which is also, I think, very good. Like, it's my favorite kind of shit. But, um, yeah, I, I, I advise anybody to go see this movie. It's basically out of theaters now, but I mean, you can find it on all the illegal sites and download places that you can find these kind of things now but it's totally worth watching it was really good and the twist ending at the end you're like "Ugh, i need more you know mm. I, I gotta find out if it was a book so i can get involved you know um you so know, you want to contact the writer and no so i can, can watch like, it contribute <laughs> Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Because I gotta get involved, man. But like, if I can go, like, read ahead or something in case they don't make it, because it was the budget was sixty million and the box office only made fifty nine million, so they didn't make a lot of money on it. Mm. So they may, they may just say, "Fuck it, we're not gonna make more of them." But it's a really good movie. So I don't know. We'll see. They're just gonna recast it and remake it by uh, directed by the Asylum in a couple years. Ian Ziering is gonna be uh, Mark Wahlberg's character. Don't say that. Please. You got to James, you got to read the Creasy books. You like Man on Fire? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, there's a series of books. Oh, it says yeah, it says it says there's a sequel already in the works with a hmm. new screenwriter. So yeah. I guess that's good, but if they have a new writer, maybe it's going to be shit. Well, maybe they know. thought this one was shit. That's why they have a new writer. But James <laughs> said it's fantastic. It was, I liked it. Well, I James think I... is known for his sound judgment of... No, okay. Look, <laughs> Agreed. This, uh, I'll be completely honest with you. If you want to be like a deep fucking like brainiac about it, it wasn't that good. I mean, it was just, it was sure. just like literally people doing operator shit, running around blowing shit up and shooting shit. It's not a deep intellectual film. It's not that. It's the Transformers for grown men who like guns. That's what it is. It's gun right. porn, but I loved it. I had a great time. Is it, I, t- would you, I went. Would you I went, equate it to the movie SWAT. Uh, yeah, I guess. Sorry. But I, I would almost say this is like reminiscent. It's probably one step below uh, those Keanu Reeves movies that we like. Ah, uh, John Wick. Yeah, it's one step below John Wick. You know, like and and the perfect Mark Wahlberg is the perfect guy to play that character. Like he plays it in such a way that is scary, scary good, you know? And it, it's, it works. I mean, it, it just works. It works well. It's like know? the Jason Bourne movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly like that. Okay. Except, the, except in Jason Bourne movies, the characters fight themselves out of ammo, and they drop their guns and stuff like that. In this movie, I can't think of, I could probably think of like two scenes at the end, where actually no, I can't think of one single scene where Mark Wahlberg is not trying to shoot a person. He's never like, let's get in a fist fight. He does not doing that in this movie. He's like being realistic about it and is like, I'm here to shoot people and blow shoot up bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. You know, I'm shooting people <laughs> today. Like that's what he's doing. He's just shooting people and it's great. And I, I don't want to spoil, but in the last scene, it's like he co- he pulls his car up. And he pulls his car up right in front of the bad guy, and the bad guy's got his car, and the bad guy's blocking him in his car. And it's Mark Wahlberg and the good guy. Mark Wahlberg, his target, and one of his 
his last living like partner, his teammate, and then in front of them is a pickup truck with the bad guy leader in it. And he's like, Mark Wahlberg's like, he picks up his radio. He's like, I don't have time for this. He's like, <laughs> he's like, mother. Bring down the hand of God, and it's like, and it just blows up the guy's car, and he drives around it. And I was like, okay, you know, it's very like excessive and unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but but it, the reality is, if you could do that in a non a non popular popular um, population dense area, which is what they did, you'd do it, you know, to get the mission done. And that's what I liked about this. Um, I don't like the tropiness of like killing off the team until it's nothing but a few people left, but the twist ending in the end makes that whole part worth it for me. It makes me want to see more. And if there was a book, I'd read it, you know, I'd read the fuck out of it. Now people say that it's based on a true story. Um, that, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. I don't think that's true. They said it's based around the CIA's, uh, a CIA branch called the ground branch or something i think they're i think they're talking about sad which is cia special activities division i think that's what it's based on but in this movie they call them overwatch i don't know these guys operate out of the u.s embassy which just tells me they're cia related but i don't think i think it's based on sad i don't dss james no I don't think it's based on anything else, but they, they talk about it like, is Overwatch real? We feel like it's a real thing, blah, blah, and we're thinking, just talk about the CIA's, blah, 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 you know, and they kind of go into a bunch of detail about it, so I don't know. We'll see. I, didn't, I haven't read this article yet, but, you know. Yeah, it's called Ground Branch is what they think it's called, think the real unit's called, but I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's the Special Activities Division, is that what which the is a real is? thing. Huh? Is that what the unit is? No, the unit is Delta Force. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the unit is Delta Force. The Ooh. last line of defense. Dun, dun, dun. No, all right. Good. Well, hopefully the sequel won't be garbage, and you can watch it in, like, two years. Yeah. Are they coming out with the third John Wick? I'm sure they are. Good. Moving on to game theory, uh, James, would you like to tell us what you've been up to? Um, yeah, so I did pick up, I, I mean, of course I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege, I talked about that last time, that's my new obsession, but uh, I just picked up uh, Eximus Siege, Seize the Front front Line by a small indie developer named Ammo Box Studios, and uh, the, the way this game works is, you have, it's an RTS, real-time strategy, similar to Command & Conquer. Uh, or StarCraft, or War, uh, Warcraft, uh, or Age of Empires. So it's a look-down game like that, but it also is an FPS. So you have, the minimum is a five-man squad. You have to be, basically have to, for this game to work and be fun, you have to play multiplayer. But you have a five-man squad, and each each person is like a squad leader, so, like, I'd be a squad leader, Evan be a squad leader, Mike be a squad leader, and then one person is the commander, and the commander can do first-person view, and they can do RTS look-down strategy view, and during that RTS view, they're building things, like building base defenses, they're deploying things, assets to the front line to help the other squad leaders, and they're also assigning AI troops 
under responsibility of the other squad leaders. So it, it's it's honestly I'm having a great time with this game. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm still trying to like get the meta of it so I can learn like what the what the AI the the bad guy AI prioritizes as what's important or not. But basically how it works is the game starts off in at least in PVE mode. The game starts off where there's three SAM sites you need to protect. And there's a bunch of capture points all throughout the map that give you resources. And then you have your base. So what happens is, because the game is very new and very alpha, the bad guys run in in fucking hordes, <laughs> overrun your position immediately, and then they run straight to your base and annihilate it. The game is fucking impossible to play. But it has so much potential, and the developers are like updating and iterating really fast. And they like, I'm in their Discord talking to them and stuff all the time. The guy just messaged me today before the show. He's like, come on, let's get in a game and play. You know, the one of the developers, which I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. You know, and they're listening to comments and stuff, which is cool. And you're so, one of seven players. Yeah, it's that's not why. many people playing the game. You should record an interview. Does it cost money? It cost... Uh, $78. No, I think it's like $24 or something like that. But, but I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> this morning I got in, it was eight people playing. And I'm sure, like, six of them were developers who were in the game and not actually playing, just online. So that's a bad thing about this game. Nobody's playing it. It's sad because it's a cool twist on on the RTS genre, which hasn't had much growth in a very long time. So hmm. it's cool. And the first-person gameplay is fun. I mean... It's a fun game in the teamwork aspect and the ability to help other people in a significant way and a meaningful way, like giving them ammo and giving them medical supplies and sending more troops to, to assist them and things like that, you know? When you have a good team jilling together, you can have a great time. I mean, it's a it's a great game to play. This particular video I posted in the chat, in the in the thing, is a five-man team playing, and you see it, they're having a good time playing it, you know? And this is before they did a lot of patches to make the AI more less brutal, you know? So, yesterday, last night at, like, 3 a.m., I think these guys are in, like, Poland or something, so last night at 3 a.m., they added in a a server browser, so now you can find games in progress and join them instead of waiting to find a game, hopefully, and almost never finding one, you know? Good progress. Yeah, so they're, it's getting there. Hopefully, it'll it'll be able to survive through its infancy here into being a full game. Yeah, I have not seen the RTS combined with uh, FPS before, so that is a cool idea. Yeah, they, they did it in Command and Conquer Renegade, but it was only single player. Mm. And it was actually wasn't there was not an RTS element to it. It was just it was an RTS game. They took the RTS assets and then made it first person view, so it looked like shit. Actually, <laughs> does um is COD Blackout out yet? Do you know? Um, so I've seen people, play, I've seen some, like, streamers playing it. Yeah. But I don't think it's actually out. Like, okay. it's not, it's not done yet. I think it's got a, got a few weeks or something before it comes out. Maybe more. Yeah. It looks so like Call fun, of though. Duty, yeah, it says Call of Duty Black Ops 4. will be released October 12th. Yeah, I'll be picking it up. So five right. days Five days, now. nice. Yeah, yeah, I'll be getting it when it comes out. I, so that's so it's going to be, be like sixty bucks, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's sad. like going to be like a modern one, right, James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 modern. Although the blackout version should have player like character models and guns from every 
Call of Duty. Like they're just gonna take the the reskin. They're gonna re all all Call of Duty is a fucking bunch of reskins. It's a lazy bunch of reskins, and they're gonna take up all those character models and reskins. Like, and I'm guns. gonna pay my heart, give them my hard earned <laughs> money for it because I love battle royales. Yeah, mm-hmm. battle royales are a lot of fun to me. They're enjoyable, and if if you can get like a good squad together, you can have so much fun. You know, have you played it's- Ring of Elysium, or is that like closed beta? I see people uh, streaming I've, it, so I don't. But I don't know. I've heard of it. I have not played it. I haven't played it, so. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I see you put the link for the uh, Polygon. Yeah, uh, it's three minutes long. <clears throat> I mean, if you get a chance at the end of the show, you guys should watch it because I think it would help you get an understanding of what I'm talking about about Polygon. So I watched a few seconds of it. Yeah. You know, or just, you know, like a minute. And I, I get what you're saying. And then the, some people have posted response videos. So there's a, res, a just on the side here towards the bottom from Kitten Fiddlers. There's a <laughs> video titled Polygon Can't Understand Guns or Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. So, so the funny thing is, the reason I like kind of seem like I'm like harping on journalism, on gaming journalism, is because... Like when Fallout, not Fallout, Far Cry 5 came out, people, Mm -hmm. journalists were really upset about it. Like they were like upset that it did not make, it did not take a stance on gun violence in America or whatever. Like it wasn't, but the game wasn't about that. You know, the game was about just having fun. It was meant to be fun and they didn't want to. The game's about killing Nazis. No. Yeah. I mean, but it was, but they, it's so, it seems like a lot of these journal, these, these journalists, are very liberal and kind of very like SJWE and you know they keep doing things that make you be like oh this they don't understand their own communities their own you know? shit like look at GamerGate and look at you know then you got this Polygon interview if you w- just watch the interview just to watch his his watch what he says you know it's he really sounds like the biggest beta cuck it's really ridiculous and I hate to say that but it's he, he says in the beginning, does. though, he likes video games and he likes playing games with guns. Yeah, but this game, this game is too. But this is not that kind of game. It's too, and it's not really a game. It's just you know, a, it's a simulator. It's That's not like Call of Duty, you know, or something. Yeah, it's not it's like a that. Simulator, you know, so the gun work functions in a realistic way and everything like that. And 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 actually, one of the takeaways, if you watch this, and I want you guys to watch this when you get a chance, but one of the takeaways is. That you you feel that he dislikes this game and he dislikes it shows his dislike for guns because he doesn't understand them and he feels beaten by this. So it's more of like broken ego than it is an actual genuine dislike of firearms for any real reason. Like oh, guns kill people. It's more like he doesn't understand it and he's scared of it because he doesn't understand it. And that's it comes through very clearly, which gives me a lot of insight on these people. You know, because I think that's a thing. You know, it's like I'm not willing to challenge myself to understand this and get it. So I'll just, you know, whatever. You know, um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a fair amount of like stuff like this when it comes to Polygon and you know all of these companies. They they do this kind of stuff again and again and again. Uh, so I don't know, man. Not good. Not good at all. Mm-hmm. I will check that out. Thank you very yep. much. Yep, yep. Would you like to tell us about your new yep. toy, James? 
Yeah, the next one's me, actually. So I picked up an Anova Sovi machine, Suvi. Suvi? Suzvi, I don't know. Suzvide. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Vid. Suz, sauce oh, say it like a French chunk, French chump, Michael. Sauce vide. Yeah. Su, yeah. Vid. Su vid. Yes. Like, yes, vada. but less Russian. Under, yeah. under empty. Under, is that what it means? As far as I know, yeah. It's like, nope. I so, mean, <laughs> vid means empty. So I don't know. And Michael, is what under. is it? What does uh, sous vide mean to you? you boil it in a bag. Accurate. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's not boiling. <laughs> um, that is definitely a wrong and negative uh, connotation of what it is. I, I'll be honest, first person to say I thought that's what it was too. It's not boiling though. You're not boiling the meat. The meat, the meat is in a bag. This machine is a. It circulates the hot water, keeping it at a stable 130 or 129 or 135 degrees. And so, I think Fahrenheit. Yes, I guess, Michael. I don't know. I'm not a fucking well. Yeah, I'm not a chemist. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking guy, man. Uh, Not a. It says 130 F here. Okay, so Fahrenheit. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, it matters. It matters, fucker. Fucking Jesus. If it's over 100 degrees C, it'd be boiling. That's why I'm asking. It's not boiling. That's why I'm asking. All right, I can tell you, it's not boiling. God, for it. <laughs> so anyway, you get the to- you get the water to temperature. You put the meat in the bag, or you use a you suck all the air out of the bag. I use displacement to get the water out of the bag, and then you close it up. You put a little clip. I just clip the meat. Get to the, the water side. out of the bag, or get the air out of the bag. Get the air out of the bag. My bad. Um, no water should ever get in the bag. And then you just close, zip lock it up, and then I use a clip to hold the bag to the side of the bucket I decided to use for this. Not a bucket, but it's a big clear bin, and uh, uh, I can only I think, imagine what you were fucking doing, man. I think what happened. Did you is take a wa- picture of this? No, I didn't. But I, I mean, I actually I bought all the right equipment for it. Okay. I bought the sous vide machine. I bought a clear, like a medical grade uh, food prep bin, and I bought a uh, I bought a torch to sear the meat, but I did not get the butane butane. And I bought, uh, what else did I get? Uh, and I bought the freezer bags that were recommended. So I got, I tried to get everything that was recommended by Suvi Everything, which is a YouTube channel that I absolutely love. Um, but yeah, so yeah, sous vide the meat. I put the meat in the bag. I, I sous vide it. The meat comes out. It looks very gray and disgusting. And then we put it in the pan. There we for... go. The boiled meat. <laughs> Well, I mean, the the heat circulates, and it brings the meat up to the temperature of the water, and then goes no further. So I think you can leave it up to, up in there. You can leave it in the in the water safely to about two hours. Anything beyond that, the meat texture gets weird, but it never cooks past that temperature. Like the 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 water, the meat will never raise above one hundred thirty degrees. It just can't. But uh, yeah, it's it's actually an interesting process. And so the, did you get a nice sear on your meat? Yeah, I got a, got a good sear on it, and uh, it was it was it was great, man. It was great. Was the inside also gray, or was no? Was perfect. it okay? 
How long? Perfect medium, medium, uh, medium, perfect medium, just so I like it. Now, I did mess up because what I did was after my meat was seared, I let it, I waited until my friend who I was eating at her house, I waited for her to be seared and she wanted hers more warm than what mine was. So, or, or cooked for more done than mine was. So mine basically sat there and cooked itself <laughs> to a medium, to like a medium well or medium, yeah, medium well. But it was still good. It was still good. But anyway, I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I had a good time with it. So uh, I enjoyed it. It's Savibish. It's easy. It's clean. The cleanup is like non-existent. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're willing to take the two hours or four, in our, our case, 45 minutes to cook it, uh, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. You just pour the water out. Yeah, clean the, the bag the if you out. want to reuse it. Yeah. The water doesn't smaller. Even, yeah. The water doesn't even get you know contaminated there's yep. nothing in the water just dump it out you know apparently the the french word for vacuum is vide which i've never heard of so it means so, under vacuum under vacuum it makes sense so, so some sense. underwater water circulation vacuum that makes sense yeah i mean yeah. it's it's probably referring to the the fact that you vacuum seal the meat oh yeah 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 actually that makes sense right yeah yeah, that's why they would have preferred. That's why how the Savi everything guy does. He uses a vacuum sealer to seal the meat, but he said you can use plastic bags, no problem. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been using, as long as you use BPA free bags. So just not a sandwich bag; those aren't BPA free. But like the freezer bags are BPA free. So that's what I've been using, and it seems to work fine. Hmm. If I had some more meat, I'd be cooking today, but I don't. I'm out of meat. Go mm. get some. But I'm payday. Oh boy. Oh. Now I'm broke. Oh yeah, I'm payday. I'll be a fucking civilian fool. Can't wait. Hmm. Good. Nice toy. Yeah. Many meals will be enjoyed. Very cool. Yep. It's cheap. Everyone, honestly, all of you guys should get one. Uh, the one I got is a really nice one that Anova makes. It's one twenty nine on sale. So. Totally worth it. And they have the cheaper ones going down to 99 and 79 or something like that on Amazon. Totally worth getting. You know? Because it's, e- it's just so fucking easy. It's crazy. Um, I, hey, man. I just I just got to the point where I have a, a damn crock pot, right? Ugh. I slow down here. Right? <laughs> Good luck with that. That's going to just frustrate the shit out of you. Have fun ruining meat there. I learned my lesson. Enjoy your stew. Yeah. Of cooked meat. My mom made something in it. It's pretty good. Yeah, your mom Uh can cook. Your mom has legitimate skills in the kitchen. (laughs) Well, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, so I see here, yeah, the Anova Culinary Sous Vide with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi for $129. I don't know why it has Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, honestly. The one I have has Wi-Fi. I did not even use the Wi-Fi. I literally just turned it on and put it in the water and let the water get the temperature. I didn't. I don't even know what that Bluetooth and Wi-Fi business is all about. It's totally unnecessary. It's probably just so you can monitor with your phone. Yeah, I guess. But I just set an alarm. I was like, I was like Google, set the time to 45 minutes, and it went off in 45 minutes, and I went in there and you know, did my thing. You like it simple. You're a classic man. You're old school. Yeah. That's why you like Windows instead of Linux. You know, you're not hip. Huh? Huh? Damn. 
Turn it, turn it, turn that fucking compliment back, to an insult. Back to the start. Fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call that backsliding. All right. <laughs> um, uh, the last one was this other one was me too. Impre- French, French impressed. So I, I think we talked about this like a couple weeks ago, where I was like, "Oh, I've been saying I had a, a French yeah. press for a long time, <laughs> and it was actually a cappuccino uh, espresso maker." So I did go buy a French press, and I used it yesterday, and it was amazing. It's good, right? Yeah, I'm so happy. I it's almost, right it's almost magic how it works. It is. It's fucking great, and it makes a great cup of coffee. So, yeah, that's all I want to say about that. Did you grind your own beans? Come on, man. What kind of... Use, what kind you know what coffee I use? I use the coffee I've had since I lived in this apartment. It's like... T- <laughs> I probably got it from your house or something or from Michael or maybe you left it at the house. And I mean, I probably... Who knows where that coffee came from? It, I didn't buy it. I got it from someone. Right oh, up, no. Already? I got it from Shaquana in Philadelphia. <laughs> that coffee's at least... <laughs> least three years old. It was three years old when you got it also. Yeah. It's ground up already. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a regular like bag of coffee. But it was yeah, good. It I don't worked know. Out that, fun. Doesn't, that doesn't mean anything to me. But all right. Yeah, it's pre-ground. It's, it's man. not like, instant. Coffee's ground. Coffee comes ground. No, it? it comes in beans. No, but I mean, if you went to the store and bought like Folgers, it's not fucking. You're gonna get a bag of fucking beans. So you use Folgers. Grinding. Like, coffee so you're a Folgers man. World, a first world problem. That's true. <laughs> You the own second a grinder. World, motherfucker, I got the pre-made ones that have come. It just comes like coffee's been coming since the fucking sixties, all ground up and ready to go. Do you do you own a coffee grinder? No, I'm not an asshole. I have two coffee grinders. Well, what's that <laughs> say? Like, well, one, guess what? One yeah. electric and one manual burr grinder. Oh my god. Uh, we just have a. As far as I know, we just have an electric one. I feel yeah. like Evan's the kind of guy drinking who drinks cold brew. I do. I have a cold brew coffee maker ah! also. <laughs> That's why I bought the burr grinder, so I can make myself a nice coarse ground bean, which is better suited to cold brew. If you use normal store-bought ground coffee for cold brew, it's bitter and and it's like, not slimy, but it has particulate throughout. James. James, James learned the secret to making cold brew last night. Did you? Yeah, leave it out all night. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, that's what's called. It said, leave it out all night. She's a in, your in, French press. In the French press. Night. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. All right. Uh, just hop Talking down. Talking such, such shit about the French people, and yet all French stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's now, amazing. Okay. Okay. We. This is probably an okay time to research this. Mike, I'm going to put it. In your hands, since you're good at doing this, is the French press a French invention or named after Sir Charles French, an Englishman who enjoyed coffee instead of tea? Are you serious? I am kind of serious. I really want I mean, to I don't know. know. That's definitely not his name, of course. Oh, okay. You made that up. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're like, what kind of fact do you remember? Um, I assumed it was. French I don't know why it's called a French press. Um. So let's see. I don't know why it's called that to be to be honest, but it's actually designed by uh, an Italian. Okay. Designer. Pa- pa- Paoli- uh, Paolini 
Ugo. <laughs> Ugo. Yeah, U-G-O. That's his last name. Okay. It says the first coffee press which may have been made in France was the modern coffee press in its rudimentary form. Blah, 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 blah. The coffee press was patented by Milanese designer Attilio Calamani in 1929. So it's Italian. Right. Well, You're safe, James. Yeah. Except it's literally called a French press, but yes. It means nothing. They're called French fries, too. (coughs) Those are safe to eat. Apparently, In in abundance. In other places, it's called different things. In New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa, the apparatus is known as a coffee plunger. <laughs> that sounds gross. <laughs> and coffee brewed in it as plunger coffee. James, I want you to take a nice iced cup of cold brew from your French press into your office and be like, and when someone asks you about it, be like, oh, this is my plunger coffee. Uh-huh. Someone, so they bought an ice machine and put it in my office because the boss who bought it, he bought it with his company card. He buys it with his company card. So he bought it. One day I'm standing there and I'm like, why is this an ice machine here? <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah, uh, uh, what's called bought it for his cold brew. I was like, ugh. <laughs> That's the only reason he bought it. I mean, we our coffee machine was broken for months. But this cold, this ice machine, not necessary at all. And I was like, we don't need this. Why do we have an ice machine here? Like, it's like the ice sits there unused. Like an and ice machine, f- like you, you would have down the hall at a hotel. Yeah, it's but it's like a tiny one, and it sits on the countertop. Uh, I was like, Jesus, they got a six thousand dollar ice machine just sitting <laughs> in your office. Like, no, that's no, really weird. Like that. No, no, it's like a it's like a desktop one that makes it pumps a lot of heat out and mm. let, makes little perfect round ice cubes. And it, they, every morning you see like a clump of it thrown away where it's been making ice all night and they have to throw it away because nobody, it's only being used so assholes can drink cold brew. Well, James, if you can't beat them, join them. Ugh. You'll yeah. love it. Try making one tonight. I won't love it. I don't like cold yeah. coffee. Sorry, that's that's not what it's referring to. Oh. What is cold brew? It's It's brewed not using... The heat of a coffee maker. So you can brew you can brew it in the refrigerator or it's, just it's, on your counter. It's dirty coffee bean water. Yes. <laughs> Which is, is what brewing? all coffee is. That's not brewing, that's steeping. That's not, yeah, I guess. Although that I think is a heat process as well, isn't it? Uh it's just leaving. You're just like walking away. Yeah. <laughs> Temporary <laughs> abandonment. Yeah, I just all right. I'm going going to take a shit. Yep. And then I'm going to a bed. nice a nice eight hour shit. So now my cold brew is ready when I'm done. Yeah. It's gonna mm-hmm. get my next shit going right away. I bet it is. That's the power of coffee. And Nothing you like want to have your mind blown. Cigarette. Exactly. You can take cold brew and heat it up, and have hot cold brew coffee. You see, the secret is in the brewing process and duration. Under normal circumstances, oh in your God. typical coffee maker, it, you get a very 
a bitter product, which most people are familiar with and some tend to like. James, I know you like a little bit of bitter. Makes you feel like an adult. I understand. I am not that way. Cold brew coffee is much smoother. Less acidic, which is a plus. And uh, you don't even need to add sweetener or anything. Although I think you just drink black coffee normally anyways. No, I drink... At work, I drink... Well, I've tried to stop now, but... Like, when I'm home, I'll drink black coffee. But... At work, I'll drink, like, with cream and sugar and shit, because it's all there. Mm-hmm. So. You should try it tonight. I'm not going to, man. It sounds like something I don't want. Just, just like, you know, do it. Yeah, right. Maybe I'll make, maybe I'll put some in here and leave it on, leave it on the counter tomorrow. Yeah, so you, well, prepare it before you go to bed. Just put a couple spoonfuls of grounds in there, fill it up with water, put it on the counter. It'll be ready when you wake up in the morning. Drain it out, have a quick taste. If you think it's shit, then make your normal coffee. Yeah. I know you're still not going to do it, but I appreciate I might, you I might, humoring me. No, I might, I might try it. I'm, I'm flexible. I'm willing to try something that I may not like. Okay. I hope you like it, though. Uh-huh. Hmm. So enjoy both of your toys. Yeah. Now, jump on down to the extra section. Mike, you've got a couple things down here. Right. So, turns out, we're all smart. We've been validated. Correct. This article is, only stupid people have lots of friends. Ah, yes. It says, if you'd rather spend a weekend on your own, instead of chilling with your friends or whatever you might be a smart person agreed mhm says more intelligent individuals experience lower life satisfaction with more frequent social socialization with friends okay so there you go i thought there was more to it for some reason it is also recognized that very intelligent people can sometimes feel isolated from those around them just because they think and see the world differently. Finding someone else who processes information as you do can be difficult. Uh, I know what that's like. <laughs> so, I mean, they go on to talk about this and that, blah, 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 blah. But basically, we're geniuses. So there you go. Take a bow. Well, I am a doctor, so that's, that's a given. That's true. Actually. Actually. And, and you have five names, so no shit, you're smart. Uh, ain't that the truth? That's right. I bet this guy has lots of lots of friends. Not anymore, though. Should in, in, in our next article here. Yep. What did he do? So, he, he killed a man. Again? Allegedly. And he is now sentenced to 28 years in prison. So that's it. Yeah, he's always getting into fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. How'd he kill somebody? Hit and run incident on the set of the movie Straight Outta Compton. Jesus Christ, shit, mate. He's 53 years old. He pled no contest to manslaughter earlier this month. You know what that means? No contest? Uh-uh. That's an interesting one. So, you're not saying... You're not doing guilty or not guilty, right? 
Not guilty is, I didn't do it. Guilty is, yeah, I did it. I admit it. No contest is saying, I don't admit that I did it, but, okay. But I may have not not done it. You know, it's like, I'm not going to contest it. Right. No contest, you know? I'm not going to contest it. Huh. Yeah. Does so that, so does... No contest. Why does that, that option even exist? <laughs> so weird. Does that... In... Like, man, I'm not admitting I did it, but, okay, you know? <laughs> does manslaughter carry a less, or like a a shorter potential sentence than first-degree murder? Yes. So, like, he could be out on, you know, good behavior in seven years. Right, more than that. Where, yeah. Whereas if it were, like, first-degree murder, he's, like, uh, he's just in there forever. Well, here's the thing. It says the maximum penalty for voluntary manslaughter in California is 11 years in prison, but that was doubled because of Knight's prior convictions under the state's three strikes laws. Ah, shit, okay. Fucked. Then he faced another five years because the conviction is for a serious and violent felony and one additional year for a deadly weapon allegation. It's the truck he used is a deadly weapon. What? Yeah. Uh, this kind, is of kind of a, of like kind a, of a stretch, but whatever. Kind of like a bamboozling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, his truck's a deadly weapon. and His fists are registered deadly weapons. Um, no, I don't know. No, and, and they're like <laughs> they're like uh, violent. Is a hit and run a violent felony? A serious and violent felony. Is it is a hit and run that? Like he was like fuck, I'm killing this fucking guy. Was it on purpose? Uh, kind of, yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Wait, I thought he like, just hit them. He's like, oh shit, I'm out of here, dog. I thought it was like that, which is still fucked up, but if it was like actually on purpose, then yeah, Shook, you fucked up, you dumbass. He's like, I meant to hit him. Yes. I did I hoped he did not die so I could hit him again. Kinda. Yeah. What is this guy doing, man? You know, this is like a guy who's just born stupid. You know, like he can't turn his alpha shit off. Like he just keeps getting in trouble. Because he's a fucking maniac, and I don't even understand it. Like, like this guy's a he's a maniac. Like he's always been a maniac. You know, this guy used to beat, uh, 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 what's his name's ass, <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is terrified of this guy <laughs> because he used to beat his ass back in the day. You know, I mean, it just it's it's so weird to me. And like his death row records, his record company was just like. A gang in itself, and the shit he used to pull back then, and back in the day, and it's just like you're an adult, man. Like you can't. The whole life ain't the hood, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's crazy, man. I just when I see this shit, I'm like, you guys don't fucking know better yet. And now he's done. I mean, I find whatever. It's better for all of us that he's locked up, but you know, I feel sorry for him being because he's so stupid. You know, and when you when you see somebody who's retarded, you're like, oh man, this guy's a fucking handicapped. I can't. I feel bad for him. You know, and he gives like real handicapped people a bad name because there must. I feel like there's something <laughs> wrong with him. I thought, I, I thought you'd be like, and he gives really good hand jobs. Oh jeez. <laughs> I guess we'll find out when he goes to jail. So true. 
Hmm. All right. Jeez. Just as a side note, I told my friend that I'd be off tomorrow for Columbus Day, and she's like, she doesn't know. She's like, is tomorrow some kind of Jew holiday? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. Ha! That's that's terrible. Actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. I don't know why she would think that we are celebrating some kind of Jew holiday. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell her it's Manischewitz. <laughs> celebrating Manischewitz. Evan, you know what video the I have? Festival of Grapes. Here yeah. in front of me. Okay, uh, throw me some numbers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> James, did you watch this? No, what is it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, so. I found a. <laughs> I sent it to Mike, and he's like, "Where the fuck did you find this?" I was like, "You're not prepared for that answer." He's like, "On gay Reddit." I was like, "That's a good guess," but no, I just found it clicking around on YouTube. So that channel, P. Ennis, uh-huh. only has two videos, both of which are definitely stripped from gay porn. The other one is also slightly funny. But the uh, throw me some numbers is funny because it's like Hacker Man. Mm-hmm. Wow. I hope to God James is clicking on it right now. I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Okay, okay, he's like, okay. Throw me some numbers. Five nine seven star slash. Like, what's he typing in? <laughs> it's a mathematical equation oh to unlock the universe. God, where's his shirt? It's <laughs> a very good question. <laughs> Did you get to the password yet? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. Please put this in the show notes so that Randy and Ed can see it. Okay. I don't want to spoil it so our twos of fans can can, can enjoy this as well. Will one of you it. put that under my name in the extra section? I will. I'll do it right Thank now. Thank you. I do not have the link open. So I want you to know our, our, our listenership is expanding. Oh. oh. We might have another fan or two or at least another listener. I won't, oh. I won't call them fans, but I'll call them listeners. Um, Did also, they pass the vetting process? Yep they they have a pulse and are able to download the show. So excellent. Is it a cat? The cat cannot do either of those things, uh, but it does it have a pulse. pulse. And with enough mashing, it could download the show. If you train it properly and set up a sequence of triggers along the floorboards, uh, you can make that happen. Yeah. If if your cat's not downloading the show, it's because you're not training it properly. Hmm. So it's my fault. I'm beginning to doubt your dedication to Sparkle Motion. To what? Huh? <laughs> huh. It's okay. from Diny Darko. Anyways. Ah. J- James, Jesus Christ. Oh my god, wow. He's like, throw me some embers. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a there was a comma in there somewhere. Yeah, and a Y, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Um, uh, I'll just mention really quick. I uh, 
I got I went down the YouTube rabbit hole last okay. night. Okay. Yep. Watched a good hour or two of Hot Ones episodes. Oh yeah, those are good. Yep. Saw Johnny Knoxville. Saw Steve O. Saw Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe one other person I can't remember now, but I see here. Here's a uh, the same thing, but here's one with uh. I just had it here. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm definitely going to check that out. You'll like him. He's his weird self. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he eats vegan wings. Oh, that's what Steve-O did. Yeah. Because at first I was like, the fuck are they eating? I was like, they're boneless wings. I was like, they, he asked for boneless wings. They gave him boneless wings. <laughs> they're nuggets oh, that's for adults. Then I was like, oh, then the, then like halfway through they mentioned they're vegan. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. Steve O's a vegan now. He's all crazy. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Hey, yeah. honestly, if someone wants to be vegan, that's fine. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I think you know? uh, a couple days Whatever ago, works for them. Sean Evans announced the lineup for the next season of, uh, of Hot Sauces. Because mm-hmm. they change them every season. Some yeah, of them I've remain. Been that. I've been noticing that. I got to order some of those, man. Yeah, whatever the... I, I don't know the name, but the hot ones... Um, It's like ginger. It has ginger in it. It's like in the middle of the pack, like kind of mm-hmm. spicy. Um, That one might be good to try. Mm. I want to get Mad Dog. No, you don't. Yeah. Dude, that's the one that everyone's like, this is fucking trash. No, that's Why the bomb. Is Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, like Charlie Sarah's like, I hate this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's not even flavorful. <laughs> she's like, she went to a hotter one. She's like, see, at least this one has flavor. It's like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. Yeah, the last one, apparently, which I guess is in the newer episodes, is called The Last Dab. Yeah, they, well, they've had that one for a few years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, looks interesting. So. You should check out, I think Maddie Matheson did one, and mm-hmm. Burt Kreischer did one. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you should mm-hmm. watch Tom Segura's. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that I saw that Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, I saw them both in the list, but I didn't check them out yet. Um, yeah, so those are interesting. I see how Neil deGrasse Tyson did one. He's, dude, I like him, but man, his interviews are so weird. Yeah. He's like, this chicken wing, uh, you know, it's like the universe, in a sense. Because, you know, we're all made of <laughs> stardust. Shit, I'm like, come on, just, just be smart. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, okay, anyways. I might go back and watch the Tom Segura one. I think I enjoyed that. And uh, Eddie Wong. That was pretty funny, too. How do you spell his last name? Uh, H U A N G, I believe. I think he's done two. I don't think I know who that is. Fresh off the boat. He did some stuff for Vice. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing him. I see he's like a chef or something. Yep. But he uh, he was a okay. he was a lawyer, and was like, man, fuck this. And then he opened up a restaurant in New York and got famous. Ah, and he's from here. Yes. He's from Washington, D.C. Look at that. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I've still been meaning to check out that Fresh Off the Boat. I haven't gotten there yet. 
His so there's two fresh off the boats. There's fresh off the boat was his original uh series name for like his traveling kind of food show. But then he did he like signed a contract with Fox or someone to make a fresh off the boat TV series about right. his like childhood life. So he had to rename slash change the name of his food stuff, and that's called uh, Wong's World. Mm. Now, but anyways, interesting. Yeah, the show is is pretty funny. The 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 TV show. Which one? About him growing up. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's ca- it's like that one or the or the food one. <laughs> <laughs> Both are good, but the 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 growing up show. I, I kind of like everybody hates Chris, but Asian. What the hell is everybody hates Chris? It's, it's a show with yeah, Terry Crews about Chris Rock's childhood. Yeah, yeah. it was Never a pretty funny show. Eh, go watch it in your own time. Fair enough. Excellent. Well, let's get out of here. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to get in contact with us, step number one. Check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. Step number two, send us an email to feedback at at feedback at email.com. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. It will come to all of us, and we do usually respond. I got to see if that's a real domain name. Email, I'm sure it is. I'm sure, like, Microsoft or Google owns it. Um, No, it's some bullshit. Oh, okay. That's some bullshit. Excellent. Um, On our website, which you are surely visiting by now on the right hand side, you will see a social life section, which gives you all the information on how to follow the podcast, support the podcast, uh, like our Facebook page, YouTube channel, etc., etc., social medias and whatnot. We appreciate your time and we'll talk to you next week. Just like the street lights lit this time, like a fire in a blaze, gotta burn it down. Can't be afraid to leave this out. We got this far, don't know how. Just like a spark that's breaking out Can't make a stop